Welcome to the Poor Podcast. I am Mike Lake in the building, aka Hillsboro Slim. Yeah, yeah, yo, I'm not gonna do. I'm CP34. Steve Cash, Money Bags, aka the Young Vampire. Believe all the stories they tell about your boy running campfire. We is back for nothing. You know, it is almost nothing. it's almost campfire season, and I, and I'm I kind of want to like start getting kill white I feel people. Like I want to by lake. kill white people by a lake. Kill white virgins. Oh, that's not like, campfire. That's not campfires. Uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, no, that's what, that's that was Jason's move, wasn't no, it? Jason's move. Jason's move. Freddy Krueger's move. Everybody, basically, every psychopath in a horror <laughs> move. Like you got to go to a campfire. That's what? why black people don't like to camp. That, 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 <laughs> that's could, that could be why. one of them. That's why. That could be one I'm of sure them. There's a long list of reasons you don't like to camp. <laughs> <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> the wildlife. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I don't like wildlife, Oops. man. What's the, what's one of your worst fears about camping, anyway? If you help, first off, have you ever camped? Fears are just before. general annoyances that I don't even. Well, however, you want to call it, because I don't have fears. Well, yeah, I do have a little, I have some fears just from watching. The black guy is always the one that that dies, and I and I'm the the only black person in my family. The black person in my family, they're probably gonna get me first. Um, and that's always you know origin story. You lose the dad. That's like an origin story for like a super kid or something, something like that. Um, but anyhow, no, you say I don't lose a dad. Lose a dad. Lose a dad. Disney that's like origin. Get parents out of here. Origin oh. story. Uh, and I'm black. I'm black. So like, it's too many. Like it's too many things that story. go together, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, shut up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, I don't like bugs. Generally speaking, I whenever y'all we have parties out in the backyard, I basically spray for mosquitoes and bugs before people come over. I don't like bugs. I don't want to deal with that. That's number one. Number two, it's very difficult to have a place to shit and shower when you're camping. Like, I guess where do you shit? You shit. You dig a hole in the ground. You shit in the hole. Like, I, I don't know. Is that I what guess you that's real camping. Camping. I what guess you, I ain't never been real camping. Camping. Like, super camping. Nah, I never. Let's talk about the glamping that you did recently. No, nah, that wasn't even what that was. That was uh, glamping. Nah. No. Oh. That was inside. That was. Oh, that was in here. Oh. <laughs> this shit was like being in here. Um, my, the the trip I just took uh, to Tennessee. Oh, I got you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. a dome, and it was like on the edge of the, the shit with the fucking view and all that. But yeah. it was legit, like being in here. It's like a, it's like a um, like a, uh, a like a different type of hotel, basically. Yeah, a unique. It was unique as fuck. But it was yeah. it was literally like being in here. It had its own air conditioner, toilet, everything. Oh shit! So that's Full not camping at all. Bed. We had a no. It was not at all camping. No. The time I went camping was. Beer Can Island before it was popular, I guess you could say. My dad took us out there. We set up a tent, Damn. fished. We you and your brother? Yeah, me and my dad and my brother. We fished. Uh, we caught a sh- we caught a, a shark, and then we flayed that motherfucker and seasoned it up and everything it was dope. How did, he, these two brought MREs. Talk about um, not the first time a school of whales killed a shark, but go ahead. A school of whales. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm just pulling it from last week. Like, was so Nah, the same. As far as camping go, that's that was my extent. I went on a uh, school field trip back in the day in Gainesville, and I forgot the name of the of the camp and the lake right. that we. But all we did, we did yeah. the outside stuff at night. But at the end. We had the like rooms that we like hotel rooms. To. They weren't hotel rooms. It was just like it's like cabins. Like cabin. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. cabins. Yeah. Well, see, I've done the cabin thing multiple times. Yes, that's pretty much that's that's my extent of uh, yeah. they gave us on uh, hay rides and and we canoed and did all the stuff in the daytime and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, we ain't sleep outside. <laughs> and I, I wouldn't want no. to neither. I'm no, not trying to see, whole... if, To me, the way to do it is the cabin thing because you can go. Like I said, you got a place to shower, shit. All your amenities, brush your teeth. You ain't got to like live off the earth like a homeless person. Like I, I don't. <laughs> you could you could use the um lake water. No, see, I don't understand that. See, I don't get it. Like so, it's you crazy. Gotta, you got to switch to get the bacteria out and spit, and you know, only the bacteria will, from the, the from the barnacles or not barnacles, <laughs> the bacteria from the waters and whatnot. With the amoebas in the and water, or use your survival tactics. You got to get a little shirt ring, like put yeah. a little glass, ring it out, like filter the water. You know, do that. 
<laughs> it would be very difficult too to have an RSB kit too while you're while you're <laughs> yeah. while you're camping. You know, it had to be a, a CSB kit. It was when they didn't know that they didn't know it was your RSB kit. And they used the rag to try to filter their water. They oh, thought it was, what if they thought it was a a, a, a first aid kit? Oh, man. oh my god, that'd be oh, weird. Oh, that'd be so awful. Uh, I saw I found a tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> uh no no that's not the uh, no um yeah no so like like i said i've done the camp i've done the cabin thing a million times but i but i don't understand because cabin and mike y'all y'all mike i guess y'all don't know because y'all never really been camping so if y'all watching let us know camping feels like it's expensive right it feels like you got to buy all the equipment the tents and all that stuff i feel like it's not like a cheap thing to do and my thing is is that you spend all this money to literally live like a homeless person and I feel like you work hard to get out the hood and like get a good job and like get a nice house. You know, you, you pay your taxes. You got a nice car. Back. Who wants to fucking live outside like a homeless person and pay for it? Like I don't get it. It's not. It's not. We didn't invent that. We know who. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. Well, I guess actually I do see like if you own like land, right? Like it's like like it's nice spring, like nice like beautiful ass spring, and you charge campers to come and like it's, it's, because you don't live there, you can you can tough it out for like a day or night or two. Yeah, you know. And but you're right. As far as living like a complete homeless person, it do sound it do sound wild. But the difference is, like, yes, yeah, it's, it's the choice. Like, I, you know, we don't have to do this. That yeah. makes it a little bit more fun. How about that cabin life? But I, I'm not saying I'm not. I, I don't want to live in a tent. It just don't make sense to me. Like, and I, it's not like the, they might think no glamping, but I did look that up. Glamping, and it's basically like it's a tent, but it's like it's it's like a luxury tent. Like it's a like a big old dome thing, not quite like yours, but a big dome actual tent. They got yeah. like you're not even sleeping on the ground. Like your cot is off the ground, and it even has like some type of uh, way for you to wash your hands and your body. It's, it's, it's almost like a like a um, like a well or something, some some kind of mobile well for you to use too. Mm. That see, I could do that. That's that's probably the extent of what I can do. That's probably the max that I can actually ever do. Um, but the idea of actually being outside and staying outside and living outside and having to like live off the land, I, that's why. Yeah, well, <laughs> don't underestimate yourself. I mean, I feel like you could do it. Y'all ever read that book, The Hatchet? And no. and and when you're in elementary well, school, maybe I boy, that he got he was in a plane crash down in the wilderness. Or you seen Castaway? Yeah. Who wants to pretend like you're on the fucking movie Castaway for a week? But you with people. If you had, yeah, I, guess you, you not, I guess you would. I guess you would. You got more than just Wilson. That's worse. I'd rather be by myself. I kill a motherfucker. If I, had to, if I was two stranded, days. Oh, for, two, two, oh, two days. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On vacation, you do a bunch. He turned into a murder that quick. I just can't take it. Like you normally do though. Yeah. On vacation, like what? You do like people do tons of shit. You ride in a, like on a, in a cruise ship. You go stay in a hotel fancier than your house. You there's yeah. always something. Those all sound those, like that's those fun, are comforts. Yeah, those are comforts, right? I, th- like, I think I believe in you, Claude. I think you can do it. You think I can do it? I think you can do it, bro. Take like I said, just understand if I'm going camping, and and maybe you can listen to this too. If I'm going camping, understand you, I'm I'm going to be complaining. Whole, it's best not to bring me because I'm going to be complaining the whole time. I'm going to be benching and moaning. It's not going to be a pleasant experience for anybody because I'm not. I'm going to be spaghetti arms like because I just don't want to be here. I don't want to be outside. <laughs> You're going to be your teenager, <laughs> right? Basically, I, I'm going to turn into a teenager. I'm going to be the <laughs> son of a bitch just to be around because I just don't want to do it. What if you did it and you loved it though? I, said, like, I just don't understand in what multiverse what what if universe <laughs> we're in right now uh what if claude went camping and liked it i just don't understand that at all but I, like i said cabin thing i'm all about it because you can go into a cabin you get like when we were in colorado we were in a cabin you know what i'm saying what, animal, we were, what animal would you be uh, what, what animal would you persevere state. against claude in a while like which one would you be able to if you had to come to face to face with one which one would you know you know you can get the win on to get the win on yeah like which animal 
a squirrel. A squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking a squirrel. Like a squirrel. Nah, a squirrel's going to be fast not, as fuck. I was going to say, might not even. <laughs> it's got to be something slow moving, a sloth. Yeah, squirrel, that's it. That, yeah, you, you two fucking toad sloths, don't come near me, motherfuckers. You're going to be dinner. Yeah, it's going to be on the pop. Yeah, sloths still get the win. Yeah, sloths still get the win. Everybody get the win. Animals, bro. Animals. Animals. No, I don't fuck with animals. Up. I don't fuck with animals like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really. Give me, a, give me an ant. An ant? You want to eat an ant? No, nah, I wouldn't eat it. I mean, like, versus? In the versus? Not not a colony of ants, though. No, like, hell no. Colonies of ants will fuck your ass a up. A stray one that was looking for some shit. See, bugs, see, see, bugs are fucked up, too. See, this is another. See, you open up a whole floodgates when it comes to camping now. There's so many types of fucking bugs that are just around us. Like, we, we see regular household ants and, like, maybe a cockroach every <laughs> once in a while. There's, like, fucking, like, scorpions and shit and, like, fucking, like, Giant skin burrowing beetles and stuff like that. I don't know. That's what a walking dead was always because we always broke it down like at, at work and shit. Yeah. It was just it's just the realisticness of away from not just zombies. You those shit you living in, you run into some other elements. Right. In a while that really honestly, you're not living as long as they live. Did anybody ever know mad people in the first two seasons died from exposure and shit? Like some people froze, people drowned, and all kind of crazy shit. Right. In the early season. And, yeah. I, and that would also be continuing. <laughs> like it would have yeah. like nah, nah, kept that route. No, right, right, it, right. Because they, right. they had Daryl there. Uh, yeah, see, I can see. I you got to also Darryl. find. You always need one redneck. You just need one redneck. He was the there. You ain't got to yeah. find him. He was already. He actually had two at one point, right? When Rick showed up, they was already there. But yeah. also, even with that still, you could be as redneck as you want. You What you going to do against when that scorpion just happened to sting your ankle? Oh, no, man. And you keep moving. Listen, like, you can't do. too many variables. Listen, right. I saw a redneck. I saw a redneck wrestle an alligator for his dog the other day. And I kid oh, you no video. lie. It was on the video. Damn. A little dog got pulled down. A puppy got pulled down by a baby alligator. Not a big alligator. I think alligator. I've seen that, too. And he went and he grabbed it out. And I was like. He was underwater submerged, right? Right. I was like, well. Well, Fido's gone. I'm not jumping in at the uh, uh, alligator. The value of my a baby life alligator? is way more than that dog. Because you know there's a baby that's probably a mama somewhere. That dog would have been gone. Yeah, sorry. R.I.P. Sorry. <laughs> Fido, your old yeller's done. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> like survival of the fittest. Yo, right. down there with them. You know, I never understand why people don't have fences when you live that close to water like that. What I've seen in the video, I've seen, I don't know if it was like, I don't know if that's his property or he would just go out on the walk. Oh, you're right. He could have been out on just a walk. Cause I think I yeah. think that's I think that's almost like common sense. Cause the pe- my homies that I know who got who have alligators in their backyard from they live on the lake. Yeah. There, there's it, the house comes with a fence. Like yeah. you got to, or one's gonna be in your pool or at right. your front door, right? Or at back your door, front door. You got to get a trash can to get that bitch out. Yeah, yeah like that road. shit was kind of well. You know, I just realized something. About Hell, growing camping. up in East Lake, we had alligators in our shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matter of fact, speaking of, a uh, dog got yep. snatched off sure a childhood's friends. Um, I heard about this. Um, one, um, fucking doc. doc. Yeah, straight up snatches all ass off the dock. See, y'all grew up in East Lake. I grew up on Crest Lake Park, Crest Lake Park, and literally, like, the, I had never seen. I've seen what appeared to be eyes popping up, but you know, eyes popping up don't necessarily mean it's, it's an alligator. It could be fucking any animal down in there because you don't see the whole body. But we were always they always had the sign, "Beware of alligators." And there's always like this this myth that an alligator ate somebody's dog, an alligator ate a lady, or something like that. So we always just stayed away from bodies of water when it came to to like Florida. So it always baffles me when people like lose their dogs or their children to alligators it's like I, I don't even I got a paddleboard and I tell them well, find a place where there's not gonna be a fucking alligator. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be paddleboarding and not paddleboarding uh kayaking mm-hmm. like in the the, co- the coastal area where there's like shrubs and shit. I'm not about to like pass. You scared of manatees? <laughs> I am not scared of a manatee a manatee. Okay. But if a manatee beside you, big ass thing just pops up beside you, that's not gonna startle you a little bit. Hell yeah. Thank you. Exactly all right, thank you. All right. Did you talk to my wife about that? Because I feel like no. she she once told me there was a manatee in the water, and I did kind of freak out a little bit because I, it was kind of. She's like, "Oh, look a manatee!" I'm like, "What? What? God damn it!" Was and she I roasting you. 
I don't know what she was doing. It was a sting. <laughs> it was a oh shit. I was the manatee. Yeah. Uh, it was a stick though, so that was uneventful. It was what a stick. A stick. Yeah, it was a little, Manatees little, are mad slow though. Yeah. They the the fear or whatever you. Be, yeah. Yeah. You probably scared yeah. the fuck out of them. Yeah, I probably did too. Yeah. But I realized something about your camping issue though. Okay. This is why you don't have stories around the campfire. I don't because I don't camp. I know. Yeah. Steve I did have a question about the campfire, and I just lost it too. It was like a pun, and then it just kind of it kind of went away. Nobody wants puns. No. Keep All right. Them. Sorry. Keep your pun. <laughs> Keep your pun. You want a pun, pun from Chloe? You want I don't a miss pun? You want I know. A, big pun. Big oh, pun. big pun. Yeah. Big pun. Yeah. So, some people do want a pun. Yeah. Not Everyone a joke pun. Not a dad joke. It's not a dad joke. A pun is not necessarily a dad joke. It could actually it's be. Worse. It could be a bar. It could be a bar. It's, it's a dad joke. <laughs> terrible brother. <laughs> dad joke. Terrible brother. That's uncle joke. That was a dad joke. That was a dad joke. There you go. You 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 set it up for me. Definitely a rim shot. We're both uh, fathers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, how the hell we get here? I don't know. I saw you uh, campfire stories about the camp underground camp warrior. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who wants to ask about our mental health this week? Who wants to do it? You did, I guess. I guess. How's that? What mental if we health? did it? You didn't want to ask about it? Yeah. You don't care? Fuck our mental health? No, I'm not saying that. We can talk about that off air. Okay. How are, you, how are you doing? I'm good physically? considering. Physically, physically, I'm good. Uh, I've been taking a lot of Metamucil. Um, drinking water again. Uh, I feel I feel again. less less heavy, more buoyant. Uh, so <laughs> I'm good to go. Y'all laughing, man. See, 36 hits you in a way that you don't even think about certain things that you think about. Like I know it's kind of disgusting, you know. You know Metamucil. We've been here, right? What we've been at 36. Y'all are 36. Yeah, you just got here. I know, but I'm just saying, y'all taking Metamucil every day? No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yes, uh, I feel I feel more buoyant. You, you, what do you say? Uh, blessed and highly moisturized. I, I feel highly buoyant and moisturized. Boy, remind me, you ever been a kid when y'all used to take baths and just sit there in the water and just watch all your penis like float around the top? Mm-hmm. That reminded me of buoyancy. You never did. You never, you never played with your penis watching it float in water. Yeah, absolutely. Then why are you gonna look crazy? Like, the way you said it, it was. Because that's what Because I, 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 I heard you say little kid, but I was also in my brain. I was like, this nigga do this as an adult too. I probably would. I don't take baths. Yeah, I haven't taken a bath oh, yeah, in like long mad time. long. I don't fit in a bathtub. A normal size bathtub, I don't fit in. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, just, I don't fit in a normal size bathtub. Nothing is wrong with it. Just because you can fit in a, a is wrong economy size bathtub, don't mean that I can. <laughs> Shit. Economy. <laughs> I said an economy size bathtub. Yes. But no, nah, I don't find ba- baths ain't fun. That's nasty. You just sitting there just pooling. I'm on the pool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Before you get into that, when we were in Vegas, our bathroom in Vegas actually had like a whirlpool, like bathtub thing. And I, for a slip, I did it. I was you th- for a, I would have. That's yeah. what, for a split second. I was like, damn, I want to be in this motherfucker. But I did. No time. Did. We didn't have time for that. Jacuzzi baths are cool in like hotels. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. It was a full on jacuzzi. That was a hot yeah. tub. It was a hot tub. Yeah. Aria was, was lit. Yeah, Mario's a but shout out to Aria. Y'all keep sending me notices to go back to Vegas, but that ain't gonna happen anytime soon. Y'all Damn, clean me up. I know we just left. They're like, come back. <laughs> we ain't even got two pages. It's like, oh, you you need to rip me off more, take more of my money at the casino. You got it all, Vegas. Leave us alone. I have nothing more to give. <laughs> Tyrese. Oh my god. We need to go another trip though. Uh we do. Not to Vegas though. No, 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 not to Vegas. We got, we got something planned. We'll, we'll let you know. On the back end. Especially He's in the conversation. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna let you know. <laughs> uh, anyhow, I think it's time, y'all. It's, I think it's it, just in the group chat. I know. Um not for you, Steve. <laughs> Steve, let's let's get it. Let's get it to your segment, sir. Yo. Yeah, cash tips this week, right? I'm Yo. a big fan of preparation. And if you stay H? ready, 
No, no, oh, okay. You got ass issues? I, sometimes you, I, I told you I gotta take Metamucil. Sometimes yeah. you gotta have it. We're all 36. You okay? need my, listen, I, I, <laughs> at this age right now, tissue is enough is enough for my, um, enough for my ass issues. Okay. Cotton now? What I use? No, I got, I like Angel Soft, you know. Oh, okay. I'm Cha 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 Sherman. Go ahead. Sorry. The one with the bears on the, on the cover? <laughs> That's the one we rock too. That is. But we also got the tushy joint. Shout out to uh, but they. Now, I should be leaving little white residues, like little balls behind. I don't like that shit. That's Mike why you got to hit your ass with the wet yeah. white. Nah, I'm a big fan of uh, preparation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. That's definitely one of my favorite models. It's, you know what I mean? So, okay. But also, um, nothing. Like, it's kind of, it's kind of, you ever been not prepped for something and you just kind of wing some shit? And it still becomes magical, or what? Or just, you? it flat out just worked out for you? This show for several episodes. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Go ahead. Kind of, All right, Mike. Have you, <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you, <laughs> Mike, have you ever just not prepped for some shit? Whether it's a test or some shit, you still did your damn thing, and you might not have done so well if you did prep. My whole career, no. I mean, I feel you. So I still like to say this: parenthood. Some, sometimes, just or even that, are you never really no. truly? That's not true. Go ahead. Well, I think you. I think parenthood. You're not really ever truly prep. No. You you can be as much as you think, but no. you never. You, it's never what to know. You can never know what to expect. You can prep, but you can't. You never fully prepared. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. So even without prep, sometimes you just gotta say fucking and just winging to some shit, no matter what it is, and 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 it still could just work out for you. So don't be afraid of not being so prepped. Okay. Just just some just sometimes just dive in, close your eyes, do it. That's my cash tip. Just do it. Don't think twice. If you got something in your mind without a full plan with it, you know, but watch be safe. But you know what I'm saying, within reason. But some just just jump in, just go and see what the fuck can happen. Yeah. Good luck. It may it might work out. Cause I mean, cause what's the alternative, right? If it doesn't, depending on how safe it is. Yeah, no, they don't jump like off a bridge. Yeah, like that's probably on, like, don't hope you about to grow some wings. Like I got faith <laughs> these wings are going to come out. And, do you, do you, I think you more so mean like in decision situations where you say I can do this or I could just not. You saying lean into the that's what that's one of them. Lean into the flow and see. I, I've gone in many situations where I go. I don't know what's. I don't know how to set up this, but we'll see where it go and have some crazy stories and dope nights from. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Sometimes just take a bath and say that shower. Find that dick is buoyant has buoyancy. Yeah. <laughs> make sure, make sure it floats. Buoyant. It floats. Uh, um, yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I think you're right. I think uh, I call it the holding pattern. You know, like when you've been on a plane that can't land, and shit just spins around, and around, and around. A lot of people get in a holding pattern, and they're just trying to figure out all the scenarios of something, like the, all the the in the end game of their scenario when they're trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. They're going to spinning this this holding pattern when they could just literally land and just land for the best. And most of the time, too, what's crazy is that you can land. You still landed on land. You ain't landed in water. It's just different, you know. You may not hit the runway, but you're still landing, land. You ain't hit no buildings or nothing like that. And people's just so afraid of of hitting that mark every single time. They just not. They're yeah. afraid to afraid to mess up. So yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much cash tip for this All right. week. All right. I like it. I'm with it. Right. I, I might. I might. I might. This, I might start winging some shit. I don't know. We'll see. Do it. <laughs> Vegetarian or not, just still wing it. <laughs> just wing. Just buffalo wing it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shut up. Uh, uh, Thank you for that cash tip, Steve. uh, Appreciate it. I don't lost my mouse. There it is. All right, everybody. Uh, We are going to go ahead and get into the mix here. 
Still got to change that intro. Uh, Mariah Carey, don't sue us. Uh, Nick Cannon, don't come for us if you get You even got an idea yet? You know? I mean, we ain't laying on one. We've kind of been talking about, but we, we, we haven't like. I could put something. It's all laziness. I've just been super it's pro- busy. Procrastination. Uh, uh, but this, so uh, just a reminder if you watched our last week's episode, clips are out on. Uh, on YouTube everywhere. and IG everywhere. Just, we'll just watch the. Well, it's there. Uh, we basically talked about can- a little bit about cancel cultures. Predominantly, we kind of we kind of dived into Harvey Weinstein, uh, Bill Cosby, and um, R. Kelly. And basically, the whole premise of it was, you know, you know, do you have to cancel the work of the artists at the same time you cancel them? Uh, and basically, this is kind of this is we're building on that a little bit. We're, talk, we're not talking about it anymore. We kind of we we got to a good space. And we, we're moving on. But in the mix this week, there's a lot of shit that happened. Uh, in the news, uh, mm-hmm. the last seven days. I mean, like so many different things happened, and we're gonna we're gonna dive in a little bit into the cancel culture surrounding all of that too. But let's get into the topics. And I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, our former head coach uh, John Gruden uh, is now the coach, or <laughs> no longer former coach, was the coach of the uh, he got Los- us to a Super one to a Super Bowl. He did are, get us a Super Bowl. Are you putting? Are you going to put? Still put respect on the name for that. I'm going to let. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he did, he was there. He did it. Yeah, absolutely. I know Dungy team might know, but because he, he wasn't. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, yeah. just, so all right, so uh, let me say this, and then we're going to we're going to touch that. So our, our former coach John Gruden, the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, was just fired or has resigned from his position as the head coach due to some derogatory comments or email comments, comments that were found in emails. I don't know how they found these emails. Emails. So I don't know what it is about emails. Like, ain't nobody looking at my email. Hopefully, nobody looking at people, my email. People go to emails and start wilding for some reason. Why do you think they right. get off in an email? Why is the email the place for the wild? Why, why, why is the wild factor in the email? Do you send wild emails at work? I'm never. N- never. I might send something funny on an IM. IM is because, I mean, That's a little it, it goes away. That's like a text, and it disappeared the next day. Eventually, yeah. So, like, I don't understand the whole email. Like, why are we, why are we sending shit? But anyhow, he said some, uh, some initially racist shit. That we found out, I guess that would have been Wednesday, and then by 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 Monday, Tuesday, when we found out that he was he was resigning, uh, it turns out that there was some misogynistic and some homophobic comments made in the emails as well. Uh, I'm not going to rehash what they were said. Just just know that they were homophobic, misogynistic, and racist. Just just throw it out there. But anyhow, getting back to what you said, do I got to put respect on his name because he got us to the Super Bowl, and it turns out he's a racist? Do I and always placing him as a racist? Or is that we're going to label him? Just curious. Um, he, he says some insensitive shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you're a grown, you're a grown man. I mean, do you remember the date? It was twenty eighteen. I think the date of the emails were twenty eighteen. I want to say twenty eighteen was the date of the emails. Correct. Let's turn if you watch and if you put the replay back, put it in the comments. Uh, I believe the emails were from twenty eighteen. She might be able to tell us, and we will bring her on in one second. Um, but there were some emails from a while ago that weren't recent shit, and he was talking about somebody's lips initially when it comes to um, uh, the racist stuff. Obviously, I feel like at this point in time, when you make a joke about something like that, you know you being you know it's not kosher. Whether you think it's racist, what do you think it's inappropriate? What do you think it's just fucked up? You know it ain't right. So to me, he mentioned his, his list being like big, like tires or some shit like that. Tires or like some shit like that, right? Like they even get, was it like Michelin, Goodyear, like what type? Of, I think it was Michelin. Was it? He dragged Michelin into it, mm. and we all know the Michelin man. He look, I mean, he look racist too. That's clearly that's clearly just, that's clearly just a ra- a wrinkled KKK uh, robe. I thought that, that was wearing. like the Marshmallow Man type of thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. It I always thought be. they looked similar to me. I think he's tires. I think he's always tires. tires is what Except he they is. just yeah. kind of bit yeah. it, like Spike yeah. Jack. He, he just all rolled. He 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 glandular. He he little he little chubby guy. Um, but yeah, the Mich- I believe it was a Michelin you know, tires. I mean, is what he, he said. got trade on him. 
<laughs> uh, and I think um, it was something on the lines where obviously, you know, we know all the caricatures of black people back in the day. We all had the big lips, the big teeth, eating the watermelon. You know, I don't have to rehash it. Anybody's stupid. So to me, it baffles me that people like him or people in general are not aware of the things that could be insensitive or could be potentially racist. You know, I liken to my situation that I was in and somebody said something about, um, I won't, I won't get into details, but there was a comment about somebody being a monkey. We joke around about it all the time. It's one, and, we, and we can get into why we're allowed to do it and why other people aren't allowed to do it later. That'll be whatever. But uh, somebody says about a monkey and they didn't understand why it's not, you shouldn't refer to this person as a monkey. They, they, didn't, they didn't know, though. They said they didn't know. It didn't make sense to them. We're just being uh, uh, sensitive. We should just move on. But I think at the end of the day, it's something that as somebody at this level of stature, you should have a general idea about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Now, granted, if it isn't an email, you don't necessarily think that that shit's going to get out, but it is a company email. And that, and that, and so, so yeah. So did he know he was being racist? Eh. But at the end of the day, he said that shit and it is what right. it is. Yeah. See, being, I don't know, obviously I'm, y'all don't know him neither personally unless y'all do. And I don't know, but yeah, I don't know him personally. So I don't know, like, does a racist comment make you a racist? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I truly don't know. What kind of bothers me is I'm not even, not even bothers me. It's just like, it's not surprising anymore to me. Right. Whenever, um, does a racist comment make you racist? I mean, because imagine, like, if no, you ever easier term, because the reason, the reason it's not doesn't bother me. It's not like surprising. I mean, it bothers me. It's just, but the reason it's not surprising, it's almost like I really feel like then they just cannot help it at this point. Like so, <laughs> like y'all, white. It's like, can y'all just not help but say some racist shit that you know you should not say because you do it and then you try to hide it. No matter, even with it being hidden, it's when it does come out, it's just like. Yeah, I guess you were just getting off behind our backs. But it's like, why? Why do you constant? Why is there a constant need to do some racist shit? Like, why is it a constant need? Like, you truly, I, so I'm only forced to believe y'all can't help this shit. Like, just as much as like as as we need to breathe, y'all gotta let a little bit of racism out a little bit here and there. Y'all gotta like go back and you know, like when animals like dolphins and shit that are coming to the surface and blow their get a little blowhole out. <laughs> it's like that's how this racist shit every night. They just like oh, I can't, I gotta get it off real quick. And then they go back down, they good. Like, ooh, I, I let off my steam, I'm good. Now I can uh, I can chill for the next couple months. <laughs> I don't know. To be fair, he didn't say he didn't say he didn't say he hard. Didn't the N-word he didn't drop like the N word. He the phrase he, is bigot. The phrase is bigot. I don't even know if he's a bigot he though. Bigoted views and commentary. Because let's say, let's say, if if I cut your hair one time, am okay. I now a barber? No. no. But I but I did a barber act. What is the thing though? Here's the thing though. What barbering, you do? Barbering ain't faux pas in the in the general society. That's what I'm saying. But, also, but apply to racism. Like if someone dropped. Let's say if that was. I doubt it. But let's say that's the first time ever he said something about. Okay. Can we call him a racist? Um, I think no. I, change I, the word to bigot. I, 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 bigot is so. I mean, here's the thing. Saying it. What you say in the dark of night, or you, your perception of the dark of night, is truly it's truly who you are, right? What I say behind closed doors is, would you not say that's probably who I am, right? So I'm, I'm, I the, the yes issue, and no. sort of. You ever got cut off? Someone ever cut you ever cut someone off? Someone cut you on traffic? You might have dropped like some racist shit. Who knows? I don't know. I'm asking, like, like damn, this, I don't know. Let me ask you this: Somebody pushes you and knocks you to the side when you're walking on the sidewalk. Do you 
pop off and say some racist shit then. No, you're not saying that shit when they right there can catch up to your ass and knock you in the face. It's one thing when you're in the car and, and at a safe distance, it's just you, you blasting your, your Taylor Swift or your uh, Jason Aldean, whatever racists listen to. I'm not saying they listen to Taylor Swift or Jason Aldean. That's just what popped in my head. I don't know why I went to country music. I apologize. Country music fans, not y'all are not racist inherently. I apologize you for double that. Offended but, calling her country too. Uh, what? You double offended them calling her country. She is country. They wouldn't say so. Oh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but I, I uh, that's cool. Uh, but, but what I was saying is like, so basically what you say in the dark of the night is kind of who I can, you are, yeah. right? Um, so, but, but go back to what you said before about it being kind of like a one-time thing. We don't know if it's a one-time thing, but we know that he did say it in the dark of the night. Mm-mm, that's not true. It was but, emails over, I believe it was seven years. Okay. It's a collection a of emails minutes. that okay. came out. He had to come up later. and clear his, he had to clear his blowhole every, every, <laughs> well, I love, I love his response. His response was, I don't know if I said that or not. Uh, that's how much racist shit you get off. You don't uh, remember your right, bars? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, Damn, no, you've exactly. been rapping that long, you don't remember right. your bars. Uh, I will comment on what Everybody you said. Everybody remember their bars, their first hit song. If you got one hit song, you can rap, you, you can perform any time. But if you got multiple hit songs, you're not going to know. You got, you're like, damn, I don't I'm remember. Sure, I'm sure this motherfucker got yeah. multiple hits. Yeah. This was, yeah. Like, he hove in the booth. This was damn near. <laughs> <laughs> he hove with the racism. You, you don't just say something like that on a work email and not think that you're immune to it. Does that make sense? Like, you, to me, he's saying it on a work email. He's comfortable saying it to who's, who's he saying it to? It was like a GM or somebody. It was, he was saying it to somebody. Uh, and he was just comfortable saying it. So like that's he, he felt he felt it, almost immune about it. Like it wasn't an issue. And no way was he by himself. He was in a cipher. Yeah. Everyone was getting his shit off. Yeah. No way was he the only one there was just like, just imagine <clears throat> he going off and no one else is but, participating. Right. Let's give Mel in the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give Mel in the conversation. She's yelling. She, she yelling in the comments. She's yelling. Oh, shit. Man, I'm yelling hard oh, too. Oh my God. <laughs> podcast. First of all, Mel, before we get into the topic, before we get into John Gruden, please introduce yourself and let everybody know where you're from and, and what you're all about. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Melissa, a.k.a. Mel. I host a, a sports podcast by women, a girl chat sports. We cover all sports. We're live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So I think that's 10 o'clock for you guys. And uh, I'm from Seattle, but I'm here in Las Vegas. This is where I reside. So I Yo, was enjoying you- your commentary about losing money at the Aria. <laughs> Have you lost <laughs> money at the Aria? I've lost money at several casinos, but I don't gamble with it. Mine is all sports book. I do sports parlays now or sports uh, bets. Okay. So I don't uh, mess with the tables. This is not this is not your fault, but why the fuck is it so goddamn hot in Vegas? We almost died. It was like an oven. It's freezing. I got a hoodie on right now. Oh, like damn. it's cold. We the wrong time. It just, like it went from like 91 weekend. The next weekend it's been like 60. So I'm hoping no, it was for 112 when we were there. 112. Well, you don't come to Vegas in August. That's for sure. Uh, well, <laughs> we didn't know. Anyhow, uh, you <laughs> you wanted to comment. On, Go ahead and dive right in. So John Gruden's email started in 2008. And that's what I think when the initial Michelin tire thing had happened, it was towards the NFL PA's um, president at the time. And then it went into 2017, I think in 2018, when he addressed the women in the the NFL, the women uh, NFL referees into um, the Rams being forced to, uh, you know, um, have a team member that was gay, uh, LGBTQ queer. And that's the thing. You are on a company email feeling comfortable enough to just divulge into these kind of topics, not realizing at one t- point in time, this could happen. I'm sure y'all got regular, you know, day jobs or whatever, just like I do. There's no way I'm talking to, you know, shit to my coworkers on some stuff under the table that shouldn't be on a company email form. So Mel, do you think, 
<clears throat> with all that being said, do you think that us he had like other people was in on it with him? He wasn't the only one that went into the booth. He's definitely rap? not the only one, but I do feel whoever finger pointed him out as a target initially must him. have something against him. And you know, whether it yeah. be the Raiders has, you know, gone three and oh or four, whatever the case may be, whether the Raiders were doing great this season or not. I'm not sure what it was, but the thing <laughs> is that now the NFLPA is requesting to have all 680,000 emails released to the public. Or Yo, you better call Hillary Clinton on that one. <laughs> you Listen, better hit up Hillary. You don't think how, Jerry how do Jones is in that pile or anybody <laughs> yeah. else, like this whole, all the GMs, owners, all these people are in it, you know, and that's the problem. But that's, he just happens to be the scapegoat for right now until the rest of those people get found out. So if I understand you correctly, we think, so racism aside, this almost sounds politically motivated, not politically motivated, but but politics, you know, uh, sports politics or his hierarchy politics, because this shit goes back to 2008, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody in there could have, because some, somebody could have reported this in 2008, and but you, like you said, it's now they're losing, they're not doing so good, and so now we want him out. So let's let's expose him. Well, the point though of it is that no one was going to see these until it became under the Washington football team was under investigation for their recent happenings. When their football team got under investigation, they started going through all NFL emails, and this is what they found. Damn. I want, but why is this uh, obvious uh, for, for for one i'm glad it is out because we do need to know but why is this one even highlight what were they looking for in the, if they i doubt it, they were looking for anything racist unless they were <laughs> were they looking for like they was like yeah they went I in know, there I, I w- hey, listen i wish i could have been the person reading them emails because i sure i sure as hell would have got a good kick out of some of them but um i think mainly they were looking whatever though i can't remember what the washington football was getting is getting investigated for but their whole situation was was off the chart and so they brought in all the emails they come upon this stuff back to 2008 again all the way to 2017-18 it wasn't a lot of issues it, three or four chains of emails that were, were, were what was happening and what's crazy is that what you know john gruden's brother was actually coaching washington football team back then when it was the redskins so there's a whole lot going on uh you know like you guys have mentioned before it's not like when you slip and say something racist or whatever you don't go out and just say oh michelin tire like that's not the first thing you think of when you're about to say a racial slur or something like that so right. for him to could pop that off it's like you've been you this has been in your vocabulary more than once yeah, he like wrote, he wrote them the, bars before yeah that, for that, sure, that's for he, sure. that, that's in his rap book oh yeah <laughs> It, That's so, hook. but when I look at it, so so Mike Mike made the distinction of of racism versus bigotry, and obviously, I think you can throw it all into bigotry. In my opinion, if you're a misogynist, if you're a racist, if you're a homophobe, throw it all into bigotry. You don't like people that are Anglo-Saxon white men. Cool. And that's what John Gruden is. I hate to paint him in that picture, but not really because that's what you are. And that that's that's the picture that's being that's that's the painting right now, you know? Um, but it does go back to like the question is he unless he's framed. Unless he's framed. Dad joke. This should be called the dad joke episode right there. Um unless but my, <laughs> the thing is though, is that he didn't use any capital ER uh N words in there. He didn't say anything particularly racist. Some of those things could just literally be interpreted as him being ignorant you know what i'm saying because like, well, listen exa- you can't be a head coach in football for this long with how many are the 70 80 percentage of black players that are in the league and be ignorant to those things it's impossible uh, do you think that the, it, it, he is just a a product of the nfl nfl kind of trying to clean up his clean up their act because i mean let's be real i mean the they got him out of there pretty quick and i, I, I but 
not until something else happened. We can talk about that in one second. But the fact of the matter is, is that the NFL has allowed this kind of to ha- to go on for quite some time. You know what I'm saying? The 2008 for John Gruden, but let's talk about all the other coaches that probably drop all these different races or these uh, racial epithets that aren't necessarily, you know, kosher. Right. Is it but now who's something? Who's the whistleblower? That- like, who's going to be the who was the, you know? As I'm saying, like, no one's taken that chance to be the whistleblower for those e- for those episodes for those things that have happened. We haven't heard about those necessarily. I mean, yeah, players can talk about what happens in the locker room. They can hear talk about what they've heard. You know, coaches saying behind you know closed doors. But until someone comes out with it, we're never going to know about it. And then you know, of course. With social media being so crazy as it is now, like you say one thing and it's tweeted out to a half million, you know, a million people or 10 million people and everybody knows about it. Mel, do you feel do you feel getting rid of um <clears throat> Gruden is is the is the way to go, though, because in a sense, they're going to get rid of him and they're going to what fill it in with someone else who probably shares the same views. They just aren't caught on the email yet. Well, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think getting rid of him was the right deal. Uh, the Raiders organization has been based off of diversity since Al Davis. I mean, they had one of the first Hispanic head coaches, one of the first black head coaches. They had one of the first women in an executive office. So they've, pr- pr- you know, prided themselves on being the team of diversity and that, you know, tries to put forth that energy. So for this to happen when it came out Friday, the the first article came out in regards to the racial uh, stuff. And then we come back up to, I think it was during Monday Night Football, you get the misogynistic, the homophobic and all the rest of that stuff come out. It was like, you already had, you already cut yourself once and they still allowed him to coach on Sunday, Sunday Night Football, whether there was going to be a suspension or whatever the case may be, who knows. But then you couldn't even really apologize to that fact. You're just saying, ah, oh, you know, I don't really remember. I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I hurt anybody. Like you don't just say that. And then mm-hmm. to follow up with now you've basically targeted the rest of the population as well. Like you've already done, gone through, you know, 80% of the American population now and how you've targeted them. And what else can they do? They can't, they can't help that. They can't help you, them out now. Would you say Gruen was performing well? I think he was doing, I think the team was doing good. I don't know how much, I mean, yeah, we can all say the head coach, you know, the coaches, the team is a product of their coach, but you know, Derek Carr stepped up this year so far, at least Um, the defense has been a little bit better. Got a good tight end, Darren Waller, you know, Josh Jacobs has had some injuries, but the team itself has been doing better. I don't know if that's to say it's in regards to the rest of the coaching staff, if it's him if it's the, the new reason, stadium, if it's fans being back in the building. We saw that stadium. That stadium is fire. The, the reason the I ask is, let's say Gruden was doing phenomenal, right? For whatever you deem him doing phenomenal. Would these, do you think these emails would still come about? So, like, can you, because you can, it sucks, first off, but you can be racist and still do an amazing job. What if you're great at your job, but you're just a racist? Though you do great at your job, you think these right. still would but can you but can you be a racist in your own like behind your doors you you doing a great job is still going to be reflective on if your racism is being shown out front you can't just like bring it out with you and coach as a racist and be like well i'm still doing good so screw it nah you got to make sure you keep he that can't still back. he can't leave his racism at the door i mean he put his racist stuff into emails that are on like a you know your company i i just i that's one thing that i still can't get like if you're gonna be a racist keep it behind your closed doors like don't make you know do what you gotta do we don't bother you you don't bother us hey great but no, when so, you're getting into 
divulging into, you know, emails and work stuff like that's that. Hey, you know, now, so I know that the Seahawks are your team and and your <laughs> co-host uh, Mo is the, yes. is the is the is the Raiders, is the Raiders yeah. fan. But I have to say this because you mentioned something about how the Raiders is a very diverse uh, organization. They had the first Hispanic coach, the first black coach, the first female official. I get all of that stuff. But but when we talk about 13 years of John Gruden being your coach. I think that there's been a little bit of inclination when he was in the Bucks. I've heard some some happenings. Nothing official come out with him. There's nothing in it that the Raiders would have done to maybe kind of an indication because there's circles. There's you know things that players go and they go out and they do whatever they do. You know they don't have to urban mire it up, but they they go out, they drink, and they have fun. They do different things. There was no indication at all before that there was a hint that John Gruden might have been a little bit of a bigot. Because I, feel I mean, like I, I feel like for the die, I mean, obviously I'm not the Raiders fan. I, I like, I enjoy the Raiders because they are here in Las Vegas and there's a home team, but I, I have my allegiance. However, when it comes to John Gruden, like whether it be 10, 13 years into his career, if he's always had something, but we heard like, you guys have probably heard Keyshawn Johnson go off. Like he yeah, went I was yeah. off. That's what I was so he definitely was ready for this move. He knew that there was issues previously. Yeah. There's been other coaches, I'm sure, that know other players that know those things. But whether they came out into fruition, whether they were whether they were directed towards like the team sensitivity PR person or the divert diversity person on the on the organization, I don't know. Nobody knows that necessarily. All we know is what we got now, and and this is what happened. You know what? I kind of figured some. I'm not shocked that Gruden again, I, as you probably heard earlier. I'm really never shocked at this point when when. I'm sorry it is what it is when white people yeah. have their when their racism shows. I really feel like, damn it, you you truly just can't help the shit. But also just looking at Gruen, you can kind of tell from his lips. Like they're so thin. Like when you look at <laughs> so it, like he, he got he got the racist. <laughs> like like whenever your lips are like thin enough for like razor slits to go through, that's like the that's like the candidate for the for a racist. Yeah, like you know the, like so you're born into it. Like yeah. when like if a kid is born and I look at your lips immediately, oh I know you're finna be racist. <laughs> It's like right off the rip. You already know what time it is. Not enough collagen in those lips to not be a racist. <laughs> right off the rip. You the already know to detect him as a racist was the thin lips. Exactly. The thin lips. Of the, the, the yeah. Because Gruden. Thin lips. I feel bad for those that got the thin lips, man. Gruden <laughs> doing. He, he's putting on horribly. He's he's representing horribly for the thin lip people who aren't racist. But <laughs> so for so for him to mention uh that black man lips and compare them to tires, and his lips are comparable to razor blade slits sl uh, slots. It's um kind of wild. So Maybe shocked. he was envious. Maybe he was envious of the Michelin tire. Yeah. Maybe he needed. He wanted a little bit you more know? thicker lip. Maybe that's what it is. He, that is pretty hilarious. Though, he, that got that no, he, made the lip he needed a plumber. It. He needed a plumber. Exactly. It's like just a little plumper. Just a little. He bit. got that, that Kylie Jenner, the Kylie Jenner uh, <laughs> contour makeup thing. He did need just a little fill. I did, I did have. A, <laughs> I did have an unpopular question to ask, just because yeah. it's things that I've seen out there. Uh, because you mentioned it a little, you dive into it a little bit. So when we found out that he made racist comments or, or comments that didn't require, because to me, it hard e for me, hard er n word. Certain things are, are are automatic. Okay, cool. I don't think I want you in my purview anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. That, that's I'm done with it. But he didn't do that. So for me, I felt like you know when did this come? This came out Wednesday, Thursday of last week, whenever it was. They gonna let him, They were gonna let him play. They let him play on uh, on Sunday. I felt like we were we were kind of gearing towards a, an apology. A suspension, a fine, yada yada yada, but it wasn't until it came out that he was misogynistic or homophobic that it was uh, he's gone. Why then? And, and we'll talk a little about about this later when we talk about Dave Chappelle and his and his show when it comes to that. Why then now 
is this now that we're adding the the I don't want I, I hate to call them the Rainbow Coalition, but because we, we're LGBTQ uh, friends here on the Port Podcast, but yeah, why I mean, when we that, love the, we love the alphabet gang over we here. love the alphabet gang, but when they come into the the picture, now we're now we're canceling him. Why was it not good enough for him to be racist for us to cancel him? And, you know, we brought this up on our show last night. I actually, we have a friend who is African-American and LGBTQ gay. Okay. Um, he also um, is one of the part of the, one of the um, organizations out here in Nevada that work with um, the queer population. And we, we discussed that, like, you know, what wasn't, you know, it being a racial thing big enough for them to fire him at that time? Or what was it that made it, oh, because now we're, you know, now we're bringing in women and the queer population that now it's now it's over and it wasn't so much that it was like it was the first of a few like you know they say three strikes you're out like he had yeah. a strike and he wasn't doing too good right and he didn't do well on the apology and it was going all over social media still before monday that why isn't he apologizing why are we not making a bigger deal of this why is he getting to coach blah 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 and then you got strike two and three and it's like well dude like now you're out like you just you let two fly by you real quick like we can't help you anymore it's true, like 56. But do we think, though, that had it come out that he was anti-gay, anti-homophobe? Did, did it come out that he was anti Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well nothing he has come homophobic. out that he's anti-anything, but he, was, he made homophobic yeah. comments. Uh, do you think that, though, if that would have been the first thing that we saw in the email before the racism, that it would have been... Hey, he's going to get the coach on because it's kind of fucked. I, I don't think so. I, don't, I personally don't think so. I know Las yeah. Vegas is a big community that for everybody inclusion because we want tourists to come in, no matter what you, race, sexuality, trans, whatever you are. We want you to come to Vegas is what, you know, the city of Las Vegas thrives on. I don't think the one thing would have happened. I think it would have been on just some like, you know, obviously some sensitivity training and maybe working with the LGBTQ community in Las Vegas. But that's the thing is it wasn't just we'll never know for sure, but it wasn't just the one thing he did three things and on top of that threw roger goodell on the bus to name calling it him so not yeah. only are you talking about three different populations but then you're also talking about your boss yes wow so that was think, probably the so you think comment. so yeah. you think he's gonna um nino brown this up you think he's gonna be nino brown he's gonna bring down a whole carter you think he's gonna tell on everybody now it's bigger I mean, than nino brown this, this guy was getting a was getting 10 million a year for 10 years like he had the largest head coaching contract. I'm sure by him resigning, I'm sure by Mark Davis walking into his office and finding him come Monday that and to talk to him. And then he basically resigned. There's got to be some kind of fine print that we're not seeing as to him taking the, the resign road versus the I just got fired road. Because I'm sure it affects the contract somehow and it affects the the afterpay or what he might be getting um, on the by back him end. resigning, he still get paid instead of fired where no, maybe I think he gets if, more. You, I don't know. Maybe he gets more years, less. I don't know. But I, I figure like, you know, and plus it's also going to probably look better for not, not that anything can look better for him right now, but you resigning versus you getting fired. People always look at that at being a little bit. It's not a situation where if he quits that he gets less than if he's fired. I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. For oh, sure. okay. All I can say is that maybe if he did resign, there'd be some kind of, maybe there was some other clause. Yeah, in the there contract. Was some I'm no attorney. I didn't that. see his, I didn't right. see his contract. Well, and I think, I think him resigning is, is, is a, is a good look for him. You know, uh, well, he can say in the future, he can say, Hey, I, I did some fucked up shit at, at when I was with the Raiders, but I resigned as opposed to them having to fire me. You know what I'm saying? It's like you quitting as opposed to them having to let you go or fire you. It's a little bit, looks a little bit better, but um, before we move on, what's next for John Gruden, you think? Uh, some time off. <laughs> Do you think he'll work again? 
Uh, I don't think he'll work in the professional capacity that we've seen him. I don't think he'll be on ESPN because we already know ESPN has plenty of issues already. Um, I don't think he will be back in the NFL. Um, could he maybe get some like D two, three college job eventually one day, you know, but at this point, if you making that money, like not at Florida state, what about, what if he's (laughs) just like in the D two, maybe not a head coach, but like an assistant coach, maybe still in the NFL, like after everything, cause things eventually will blow over because that's what happens. He will be protected. He's a white male. In, in America, I'm sure he'll be fine at the end of the day. Him and his thin lips will pros- oh, prosper. Oh yeah, he's got the good elsewhere. old boy. C- c- you know, he's got the good old boys that'll definitely look Correct. out for him. But I so, don't know if anybody will allow that in the league again. Yeah, they're not gonna fuck up their money. I mean, because basically, he he is now the target. He was the first. If there's ten or a hundred that follow, who knows? He's the first. And so, unless that's drastically changed, I, I don't have- see him being back. They're going to have to protect a lot more people, right? Come on, like let's just be honest. This, these emails that will come out eventually, maybe, maybe not. It's gonna, it's gonna open up a lot of uh, a bigger can of worms that's going to spread right. not just to Gruden to other coaches around the league. So yeah. they're going to start to protect themselves somewhere. And, and in that respect, because Steve has an excellent point. In that respect, when does it get to? When does it get to Roger? When does it get to him and say, "Hey, all right, cool." Yeah, you didn't say anything racist. Yeah, you eventually supported Cap, but there was so much shit that happened under your reign that, like, hey, it might be time for you to step up, step down. And supporting Cap wasn't real. That was just Cap. Thank you. Yeah. Bar. Well, we saw Uh, Cap on uh, Ebony, too, that broke out today, too. So, I mean, he's doing his thing, whether, you know. Right. But but does it eventually eventually get to Roger Goodell and Roger Goodell does have to... You know, you know, I've I've personally had my own Roger Roger Goodell conspiracy theories for a few years, for like a handful of years now, dating back to you know um, us running the us passing the ball on the one yard line. But um, I I I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell. I don't. But at the same time, as you know, he's the hierarchy of this you know good old boys club. And until it gets changed, and until more action is 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 acknowledged and taught to look you know and brought in then they're it's not going to change unfortunately that's the reason why one of the people that the guy that we had on the show last night was like what is it when is it going to change for the blacks the 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 gays the women that are going to are they ever going to stop supporting the nfl are you going to stop buying merchandise no. stop watching shows and that's the only thing that's ever no. going to change that helps the nfl get the message that we're not supporting it anymore should the nfl seek should Roger Goodell go by the wayside? Should they seek a minority uh, a commissioner? I, I'm going to throw Tony Dungy out there because he's my my favorite. I've always said that he should I have that role. Tony, yeah. uh, I love Tony Dungy. Everybody loves Tony Dungy. Uh, should they get somebody of color? Should they should they play quote unquote the race card, the gay card, the LGBT? But then you're also going to have those card? people that are like, oh, you just picked him because he is yeah. black or because is that wrong? No, is, is that I mean, wrong? It's not, is it wrong? No, but that's what people, you know, we know how the people are. Yeah. You know, you want one thing, but when it actually happens, oh, well, now you did it just because you're trying to make us happy. Oh, yeah. They'll never be satisfied. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. so. We like, should all just stop watching yeah. professional football until they get it right. <laughs> Not so much that, but I mean, I like I said, I can never stop it. Like, I love NFL now. When the Kaepernick thing happened, I didn't buy tickets to games. I didn't buy any new merchandise. I didn't buy no new jerseys. I kept my money as far as that way goes. Um, but. What can be done to help the NFL realize that, you know, people in your organization are really are the issue and you're affecting your sales, your money, your worth, whatever. 
this this might be a little more dangerous and less likely. Uh, I believe, first of all, while we are the major, uh, I say, dominant um, race in the in NFL, we aren't the dominant purchaser. So even us stopping may not affect each any of these thirty plus these thirty teams in the league that are like the owners, you know, top down to a certain level of exec. They're majorly white. If the players made a move, would probably be the biggest push toward the owners really hearing something. But even then, that could get into a very slippery slope of you know scabs and things of that nature. I I just say that to add to to the point that even if us as consumers stop, I don't think that the owners will be affecting until the players say nah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's going to change anything necessarily by consumers, but it's also thinking about think about how much buying power everybody has that are going into how they're supporting their teams or the organization itself. Like, I mean, whether you be purchasing the Sunday NFL ticket like I do every year or whether you're purchasing, you know, your five new jerseys or all your new caps or your your beanies or your matching shoes and, you know, whatever the case may be, like that's, it's just a little piece, but what happens if you bring five pieces together? You know, it could be a big issue for that. Like I said, I don't have the, I don't, I'm not the problem solver. I have no solution for this. Um, it was just something that was brought up on the show because it, it's an interesting point. Like we all, comp- you know, people want to bitch and complain about how the NFL, you know, is affecting or, or, you know, doesn't stand up for the black athletes or for the women or for the, you know, the gays. But at the same time as, well, what, what do you want to do about it? Exactly. What you gonna do about it? Um, what you gonna you. do? Uh, did we want it? <laughs> so we did that. We did. So sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Honestly, there. I think there is no. There is no one. Did you have something? No. Oh, are you playing Tetris? We do. Oh, never mind. Uh, I, I don't know why I thought you, I saw Tetris. I'm looking. I ain't got my glasses on. Um, just like a, why? why shut just up. Just like a female when I look at my phone. Relax. I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> I'm not supposed to do. Listen here, baby. I'm good. We good. I'm focused. So there is no. There is no I'm, one size fits all fix, fix I'm for the NFL. I'm happy with this. I'm happy with it. So, so there is Don't no. Pass it. I'm happy with it, baby. I'm happy that you're happy with it too. All right, cool. You ain't got to look in the phone. Uh, there, there is no one size fits all <laughs> issue for the NFL. A support podcast, y'all. This is what we do. Uh, there's no one size fit all solution for the NFL, but I think Mike has a point. If the players maybe stop and then we start buying their shit and going to games, they might have a chance. But how do you rehabilitate racism? Let's be real. How do you re- rehabilitate racism? Have only people of color coaches? Have only people of color people in high positions? You can't do that. That inherently is not right. So you gotta. You know, no. What do you do? You gotta let them come to the top to uh to clear their blowhole. And go back down and continue. Then pop off. Listen, should, should they, there be a? Let you know them be buoyant. A, you know how they have the cool. <laughs> you gotta let them be buoyant. So you know how they have the cool. Boils down to you gotta let them be. Hey, buoyant. Mal, you know how they have the little cool spots like on the on the field where they get the little fan and so maybe yeah. we need like a, like a racism like area where it's like it's soundproof. They can just walk up in there and just pop off. Just get everything they want to get off. Say all the n words, everything they want to. Just hit. It's, it's there's no mics, not mic'd up, nothing. Just let them have that, and that's what they can have. Everybody can use it free and clear, like a racism, like a, a racism purge. <laughs> then I'm gonna get up, then I would get upset if I keep saying like why you 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 only supposed to go once there. why you why, why you doing that ten times times a day <laughs> like, what you doing back there how many times there? you gotta go over there yeah exactly how exactly much you, how much you got in you bro Tim you over there taking another break again yeah um uh thank you uh, so did we want to get into Kyrie. A little bit, or did, did what do we like, want to like, like, Well, I wanted to bit. say one thing because, like you yeah. mentioned, if it if you if it was about the NFL and like how the players need to make a stand, like I feel like that leads into Kyrie real well. Like he is one player in this league that's making a stand 
for mm-hmm. something else that he believes in. And hey, oh, fuck Kyrie. that's how I'm we're sorry. seeing. Oh, why? I'm saying why? It. Why? 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 Yes. Why? Know, you don't know why I'm saying fuck Kyrie? Sure. Because I'm not a millionaire. Okay. <laughs> I have a nine to five job. And if my nine to five job, a privately owned company that said, hey, for you to keep this job and for us to be compliant and make everybody safe, all you have to do is go get your vaccination. I'd be like, sign me up, bro. Let me do this shit. Well, I don't know why, because at the end of the day, it's not hurting nobody. All the shit, all of he, he so Kyrie, a millionaire, is saying he's doing this to stand up for people who are losing their jobs because of uh, vaccine mandates. That's bullshit. How he is so far removed from those people. Those people are I don't suffering. think I think Kyrie doesn't quite understand sometimes what he's saying. However, it's his choice. Like, I, hey, Ugh. if you don't want the vaccine, that's fine. But also deal with the repercussion. Yeah, you're not playing. So, hey, <laughs> like, like if my job decides they want to go only vax, I got vax. But if they tell me that, you know, now my coworker who didn't get vax ha- either gets it or goes, that's up to their decision. You know the consequence. You know what's going to happen if you don't. So either you do it or you don't. We saw Wiggins over here on the on like the teeter-totter going back and forth on what he really wanted to do. When it came down to it, he wants to play and he wants to get paid. So he made a choice. Right. And and I I I agree more so on 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 that aspect. Listen, because it is a choice. You do not have to get vexed. Right. It's not, so his choice is to not. Yes, Kyrie is a millionaire and he's not, he's in a lot, he's in a different boat than everyone else because he's going to be well off. Uh, uh, he's in a bigger boat than everybody else he, is what he's in. He will be well yeah. off, but Kyrie has also, this is not the first time he's spoke on things like this. He's also a flat earther. Like this not. So, he, so, he, so, we, so we can, we can, we can agree. Kyrie's an idiot. No, we cannot agree. He's we a flat agree. earther. Yes. Kyrie is an idiot. I'm not going to call him that because he no, he's an something idiot, different. Steve. I'm, I hear you. Is the earth flat? <laughs> to me, no. Hell, to, to science, to, to like proof he's, the earth but, is not flat. But I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not deeming him. I'm not going, I'm not calling Kyrie an idiot because he true, because he believes something else. I'm not calling him because he believes something else either. I'm calling him an idiot because he's going against conventional science. Okay. Proven shit. FDA approved and satellite imagery and shit that the world is. You know what I'm <laughs> I, saying? Like, I, fully, I get it. I don't know, Kyrie. He's he, he even, like, Scientology, all the extra shit over there that I'm not that I don't indulge in. And said Scientology. All that, whatever that other. Kyrie's shit a Scientologist. Is, I don't think. So. I don't oh. know. He might be. Oh, I, I don't know. He might, he, might even be, there. he might even be a he might even be a cosmetologist. I have no idea. <laughs> but all but I understand and I respect Kyrie to honestly stand on his zero respect to stand on his shit to say no. You, he's losing millions of dollars. He got it. Does he really? When you live a certain lifestyle, his millions. He may fall. We know he lives up to. He might his he might be check to check. He probably don't go out because or he's he might of falling be off well invested. He might be all or well invested be, and have or, you know he's good the, to or, go. He don't or care. he probably stays home because he's afraid of falling off the side of the earth because <laughs> it's fucking flat. That all that could be possible. You know what? I never seen him travel on the court. They never call a travel right? charger. He don't travel much. But anyways, um, <laughs> never gonna but, see him on a boat, huh? Ain't no way he checked the check. No. Motherfucker, he getting himself suspended. But <laughs> right. either, but either way, it go like I like that has to be at work. If if Kyrie, Wiggins and Kyrie, no disrespect to Wiggins, let's to be honest. Like it's a different, power. it's a different type of player. Gotcha. Wiggins not he's not getting Kyrie money. Nope. Also in the same breath, breath let's flip let's let's flip it. LeBron is vexed. He is. So it's like it's, he won't he won't endorse it though, and I respect that. And he should not have to. 
It's for what's best for you and for your you family. And your family. And that's what LeBron yeah. says. And so, hey, How that's crazy. what works for them. Me, I, I got back because I wanted to make sure I got on a plane stop. But I already flew out the country a couple of times. Yo, I personally, crazy. I personally, so I made I'm sure done. everybody got their reasons. Me personally, I made sure I stay VW though. I'm vaxxed. Pfizer gang, I'm, obviously. No, I'm vaxxed and waxed. I stay. <laughs> oh, I stay vaxxed. You got waxed. waxed. I stay waxed. I don't vax and wax. I wax that thing up and I vax that thing up. I did both. The VW. I know you got waxed. We had this whole conversation about Nair. You never brought this up. Can I get waxed later? Maybe after. Probably more buoyancy, right? It's a more buoyancy. More buoyancy. (laughs) Look at him dancing on top of the water. You're taking notes over there, Bell, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, if you wax, I would figure that might help it, you know. Yeah, help the buoyancy. And I I don't want to stay here as long as we need to stay here, but I don't want to stay here forever. But the fact (laughs) of the matter is, is that I'm a person that believes in conventional science because the the fact of the matter is that conventional science is what we all believe in because the fact of the matter is, is that science is electricity. We turn on, we, we pay electric bill and that flips that bitch on. The light turns on. We believe in that. We believe in every little bit of thing that the FDA approves. Toothpaste, waffles, fucking uh, the frozen fucking uh, fucking chicken nuggets. There's so many things in there that Celsius. we believe in. Celsius. What? Celsius. Oh, Celsius drinks. Thank you, Mike. Uh, that, this motherfucker's drinking right here. Uh, tequila. Cigarette. Motherfuckers do meth and won't get the fucking uh, yeah. COVID shot. That and that, co- that baffles me. That's correct, Claude, on a bigger <laughs> level. But if we're talking, you would have to speak to a Kyrie with everything you just said. He's an athlete, first off. I he I doubt he does meth. I doubt he does a lot of things. But we know he may even <laughs> he may even purchase meth. he may even purchase like different type of toothpaste or make his own. People make their own soaps for chemical reasons all the time. I don't know. I'm not trying to shoot Kyrie Bell. I'm just saying I'm not putting that on him. I don't know what Kyrie does. And so what does. Are you, what shooting are him? Are Nothing you because he don't him? take shots. What are you putting on him? <laughs> uh, a jersey. <laughs> the one he won't wear, though. Mel, let me ask a question for you real quick. Yeah. Mel, you can't win with Kyrie. Do you think... I lost my train of thought. It's, I'm drinking, y'all. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Like, How much y'all drink before the show? T- That's what uh, I want to know. No, nothing. No. I, I'm actually drinking a White Claw Surge. It's got eight percent alcohol instead of four and a half percent alcohol. They ain't pay us. They ain't pay us. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Fuck you, White Claw. Oh, we're not supposed to say that. Don't do that. Um, they, they ain't pay us yet. No, they're not going. Yeah, no, they're not going to. Answer Mel's question: How much do we drink before the show? No, no. I yeah. I don't know. We all kind of we we all got different contracts. My contract is I don't drink until I get here. That's me. But also in the same breath, um. I taste test shots before I get Claude here. Claude said so. he does what he does. Maybe Claude even does meth before the show. I was at work, but Claude listen, 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 listen. Claude, you are wild. This is my point, and, I, and I'll get down to it. I get, I get his reasons. What I have heard is him saying that he's trying to make a stand for the people that are being that have mandates and are losing their jobs. I, that that's what I have heard. That's what I read, and that seems to be the overall reason why he is kind of taking this giant stance over it. I don't think that, but Kyrie's a flat over so also science. He's not a friend of science, so okay, he's an idiot. Whatever. So say he's actually standing up for people who are losing their jobs because of mandates. At the end of the day, Kyrie's situation is not your. I'm saying this to y'all. Kyrie's situation is not yours. Do not lose potentially your life and your livelihood over some shit that a millionaire is saying to do. Unless you're Trump supporters. And in that case, do you. Because that but I don't. I don't think he's. Tr- I don't think he's out there telling people not to get vaxxed. That's he's not exactly using what he's it. not doing. You're he right. might as well tell them not to vax. That's he's high, but he's not. Like I'm just he's saying, not, like though. everybody, he, just like LeBron, he got vaxxed, but he's not promoting going to get vaxxed. Just like Kyrie, he he's not getting vaxxed, but he's not telling everybody. He didn't go on IG live last night saying, "Don't get vaxxed." I'm doing it, so you all shouldn't do it either. Like that his didn't exact happen. words without without verbatim. I, so I take I take back go his go exact go words. What he did say was, 
If you are vaxxed, I do that if that's what you want. If you are not vaxxed, do that if that's what you want. He's pretty much said what LeBron said. Do what's best no. for you. Claude, did you did you not did you, unless No. Did you hear him? We know Claude's pro no. so LeBron is saying LeBron is saying Le, LeBron is saying is it a personal choice for you and your family, but I'm doing it. So what that that in itself is an endorsement. He is saying it's okay for me. So it could be okay for you. Kyrie is saying, hey, do what you want. I ain't gonna do it. So that's an endorsement against so it. You have to understand that's voice. that's literally that's literally that's literally like me saying, "Hey, listen, I ain't gonna vote for Obama. You can." That's not what he said or what's, how he. That said doesn't it. sound very scientific of him. It ain't scientific because Kyrie, he's an idiot. The, what science? But is I'm not saying like you, you, you are, you're, you're putting too much into it, and you read, you're trying to read what's more yeah. than what's there for him. What I'm saying is, is that when you're in the public eye, people look to people like that for the decisions that they make. I know it sucks. I don't. I look to science. I look to what makes sense and logic in my life. And that's why I got vaccinated. That's why my wife is vaccinated. My son is vaccinated. And my daughter, as soon as that shit comes out, hopefully it comes out before Halloween, she will be vaccinated. He's because I also believe in sound like the right FDA now. and all that stuff. What? You sound like Kyrie. That's what he's saying. No, Kyrie is a flat earther who don't believe in nothing. He you believes didn't in, know he's a flat earther until five minutes ago. I. Steve put him how you know what I believe? Because you, you, you sounded shocked. Does that make it less true? Because I learned just now. No, it doesn't make it less true. But I'm just trying to explain that you are literally saying the same thing. Do what's best, as LeBron said, as no. you said. No, I'm not saying that. Get vaccinated is what I'm saying. Okay, so you're saying get vaccinated. LeBron says do what's best for you and your family. Kyrie has also said the same exact thing, just in reverse. He's not vaccinated, but there's nothing wrong with it if you do get vaccinated. There's nothing wrong with it if you're not. And then he said what he believes. And if you don't listen to the Kyrie interview, then you're never going to really understand. You just, if you want to hate him before he get it all. I don't hate him. I think he's an idiot. Like, I told you that. Okay, if you want to think he's an idiot before letting him explain his point, you're not going to get his point. There's nothing to explain. There is no medical condition preventing him from being vaccinated. Sometimes you have to just listen, and then maybe there will be. Listen to him. Let him explain. You can still disagree. What is his explanation? You tell me that. No, I would. You can't say I need I, to listen to him and not be able to tell me what this is. That's not doing. true because for one, I don't remember verbatim word for word. But what I can do is seeing the same link I've seen. If you just watch and listen, I would have to rewatch so I can get the word for word to maybe it will make sense. Can then. you give me the cliff notes? You guys sound Everything like the Facebook said. doctors that be online. Uh, <laughs> Mel, can you give me the cliff notes? Back and forth. I don't have the cl- All I can say from what I watched yesterday, he's just like, hey, I'm not retiring. I'm trying to play basketball. Same thing but I, no, I'm not I believe back. we watched not the one, get not once did he say, hey, y'all, don't get vaxxed. He said, hey, if this is what you want to do, do it. If this is what you want to do, fine. You can do that. This is what I'm doing. And I don't plan to retire because the rumor was, well, now he can't play. He can't play this season for New Jersey. And if he doesn't earn for Brooklyn, if he doesn't get traded, then he can't play. He's not playing this year. So, so is he going to retire? So, Mel, you and I clearly have heard the same clip because that's pretty. You, you did great in in um, pa- paraphrasing, but that's that's it. So you would have to watch that's- it to get to get to get the own clip. And if he doesn't play for New Jersey, he might have to play for New Jersey. Well, the thing is, I think there's only like what the the Warriors, the Nets, and I think that's really it as far as the only two arenas that aren't. Isn't it Miami? What about Miami? I, I think Miami. I could listen. Be wrong. Miami's the last place that's going to care about vaccinations. That's everybody in Florida. We know yeah, y'all in Florida. Florida. We know everybody in Florida don't care. That's about why nothing. he got to come that's here. That's absolutely not true. Uh, <laughs> just because you're seeing those people wilding out in the streets, that's not us. It's everybody. That's not us. It's no. The whole damn everybody. No, it ain't everybody. Even you and your Pfizer game shirt. No. 
Oh, what? You're vaccinated. You know what I, I find amazing? <laughs> Everybody in this room is vaccinated. And they all got vaccinated for a specific reason. And that reason was because they wanted to protect themselves and their family. Right. Kyrie doesn't want to do that. Because he might feel he's protecting himself and his family. Oh, I did, I did want to ask. Is Kyrie, is, Ky, is Kyrie wearing a mask and social distancing? I don't know. I, I haven't been with him in person. <laughs> is there an indication of that in the press? That he's, that he's social distancing and... I, I truly don't know. Is it Mel? Maybe I don't know. I, I can only assume that he was, but I haven't seen. I mean, I can only speak on during what we've seen during the previous season of them wearing masks and having social distance and taking, you know, being tested and that kind of stuff. And playing in a bubble. In. I, so and, I won't yeah. assume so. Then yes, that the answer to your question, I guess yes. I am disappointed. <laughs> I am. They laughing. And Mike, you over there laughing too. You ain't said much this whole entire Mel, show. You over Mel, there laughing right Mel now. Mel is also laughing with us. Mel, are, <laughs> Mel, are you not saying yeah, whatever? No, but it's funny. Watching. It's funny because I also we put on. There was a meme I saw that I had to add to the show yesterday because it was the picture of Joanna Man, but it had Kyrie and it had a COVID <laughs> card. Oh my god! It had That's a hilarious. COVID card and it said, "Let's just say, hey WNBA, let's just bring Kyrie Irving over to the Las Vegas Aces, <laughs> and we'll just get this out the way." You know. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyria, Kyria Irving. Mel, Mel, just question me as a female. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think, like honestly, if Kyrie's in WNBA, like he's gonna, he, like he's gonna bust some ass. <laughs> like, what, like how you think he's Stupid. gonna fare in the WNBA? Just, 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 just curious. I would love it. Like as long as he plays for the Aces. But, but, are you an Aces fan though? I'm an Aces fan. Oh. All right, so if I'm a so, I'm a fan of whatever team made me a fan of the league. I was never a WNBA fan when I lived in Seattle. We had just got like this one. I didn't really care about it. Um, so you know. What do you think Kyrie would average in WNBA? Seventy. <laughs> He's dropping eighty a game. <laughs> now I don't need to have y'all on here dogging on women. No, I'm not male. I'm not I'm, I'm just saying because we will come back at you. I don't I want need, listen, it's possible. I'll, I don't want no smoke when listen, whenever y'all leave the kitchen, I don't want no smoke when y'all could leave the kitchen ah! and come talk to I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. I ain't I'm in kidding. the kitchen. I'm on the couch I'm, watching the game, so I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm kidding. He I'm he kidding. I am kidding. No, he ain't in the kitchen. Steve. You rubbing no, feet. That's what you doing. <laughs> yes, I'm, def- I'm rubbing feet. You're right. I praise all women. Right. I'm rubbing feet. Praise. No, I'll pray. We praise all women here. I get it. <laughs> yeah, of course he'd go off. Cause I mean, we all know that there are still there is still you know, a, a, a level between male athletes and women athletes, even though we and all want to give them the right, huh? And some female athletes will b- bust the average. You know what? I'll tell you what. The top, oh, for sure. Exactly. Some college wannabe, some guy that didn't make it, made it to D1 and didn't play ever since. Yeah, there's girls that will bust their ass. Exactly. Or, or a duo that used to play on the street court together back in uh, West Tampa, you know, 20 years ago. But no, we won't go there. Because you don't see that most of these teams are, like, I don't know the Aces for sure. They play against guys all during practice. Absolutely. Are you, are you do you play sports yourself? Just curious. I played school? like I played in high school. I didn't. I didn't go. To, I wanted to go to University of Washington. I wasn't a D one athlete. Let's just say that. Okay. What position on a court? What sport? Uh, I was a four, yeah, five when I was young. Oh, I only basketball. assume basketball. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like basketball. what? What sport? Basketball. Mm-hmm. Basketball okay. and softball. Hmm. You you what? I bet your arm. Did you have a, the crazy wind up game like the double wind up in the underhand pitch? How come? What's that did about? The fast pitch. Yeah, like, like the, it's like a super. Yeah. Why? Can you explain why is that? Why, why is that in softball? Why do you got to do the underhand? It's like wind? a windup because you're doing underhand versus overhand, so it's still it's be able to still get the same amount of velocity on that ball. 
without doing an overhand, I guess. Because I I'm, didn't I I don't I didn't go into like, you know, college for it. So I only played into high school, but and I wasn't a pitcher. I pitched a few times like in minor, like, you know, the community leagues. That's funny that you want a pitcher because Claude, you're actually the catcher. You you catch. Mel, are you are you able to hang out with us for a bit? Because I do want to move on to something else real quick. I'm with you guys. Out, I mean, you guys got me here. I had a glass yes. of wine. I was waiting for two hours. Like, screw oh, this. Pour up yeah. another one. Pour up another, exactly. Pour up another <laughs> one. Oh, she's just now drinking. She was sipping off camera. She tried to. What you drinking? <laughs> what you drinking? Uh, uh, is that a, a probably a Stella? She probably got a Stella. Moscata Diasti. Moscata, I knew it. Diasti. There's a difference. Look at it. Listen, after a certain age, you got to be a little bit more classy about your shit. Get a Diasti. You're not drinking a dessert wine is what you're saying you're actually drinking a nice classy wine it is a dessert wine but that's yeah. the only wine i drink i like sweet stuff I'm, i've always yeah. been like all my whenever my drinks had to have some kind of juice and i'm like i've never been a, a dark liquor no, i talked about my metamucil straight, earlier i can't so. do it. my stomach will hurt with that moscato stuff uh hang out with us mel don't go nowhere stay right there uh let's get into me we do have another guest uh that will pull in and hope if she's watching maybe i should i'll i'll, I'll message her now and we can get into our next part of our segment. We did want to talk a little bit about uh, Meek Mill. So Meek Mill and Mike, actually, can you pull up a picture of the bus real quick while you're searching it? Meek Mill is in is in a little bit in a, uh, the hot seat right now um, because I, I guess there's this idea that because he, have you seen his recent album cover? Of course. Have yeah. you heard his album? Uh, his album? For the album cover. No, I actually haven't heard the album yet. Okay. I've just looked at the cover. I, this is just. I'm following. Tell me about the album real quick. Give us a quick synopsis. Well, synopsis. It's a Meek album. So if you're a fan of Meek Mill, which a person like I am, am, um, yeah, he he meeked it up. He okay. did this thing on his album. Uh, it's top album of the year. Nah, it's there's a whole lot ahead of him uh, as far as that run goes. But it's definitely it's definitely worth a listen. I enjoyed it. Um, it's called uh, expensive uh, pain. Pain, right? Expensive pain. I love the name, by the way. Expensive I like pain. I did like that too. Uh, it's, it's in my it is in my Apple Music. I will I will check it out. You know me. I'm still to still to draw on the new hip hop that drops out. That's just me. Whatever. But the controversy is not around the actual album itself. It's around it's the, the cover. cover. And it wasn't there. It is right there. there was not controversy. There's controversy around the bus, and that's not the bus I seen. It was a black bus. That's a different bus. No, no. The, yeah. the controversy is around. That. That, that's not that bus, bro. No, no. Homie, that bus that, doesn't have the, the asses on it. Yeah, that's not that bus. Yeah. Oh, find it. Uh, it's on the other side. So if you can find that bus, no, the whole bus is wrapped the same. Like yeah. one side is the same. It's like the, that's not the right bus. That's yeah. the other side of the same bus. Find the that's one right Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, or something like that bus. But anyhow, the kind of around the bus, like you said, and apparently it depicts uh, black women, uh, nude. Uh, one of them is, I think, one of them is bent over, and one of them is standing up, boobs, and there is some type of impressionist uh, version of the female anatomy on there. And it's causing a bit of, it's not, it wasn't, you know, it's crazy. It wasn't causing an issue until, uh, a, I'm assuming he, he's not, he doesn't portray himself to be a conservative person. I think he's a, I think he's an anti-vax. It's weird. He's an anti-vax. He's a liberal anti-vaxxer. He's a liberal anti-vaxxer. Here we go. But he's conspiracy theorist. Christ, uber Christian person. I'm quite confused where he stands, but I guess he he put it. I don't have the video. I apologize. I wish I had it. I'll post it to our IG tomorrow uh, when I when I remember to do it, um, so y'all can see it. But basically, he goes off. He's like, "Oh, you have this shit. It's demeaning to black women. You know, my daughter shouldn't have to go by and see this." I believe it was on Hollywood Boulevard um, in in in. Sure. In LA, uh, he kind of went off and kind of had this long, like minute, two minute rant on. I think it was initially on Twitter. Uh, have, Mel, have you seen it? I didn't see the rant, but I saw the stuff. I saw the bus and um, yeah. some of the people that were commenting about it. Yeah. So basically, the idea. So it's him. This is, this is a white guy, but it's a lot. It's a bit of a big black, a black 
audience that agrees with him that's saying that this particular thing is demeaning to black women specifically, women in general, black women specifically, and just uncouth and incredibly awful in general. And so now Meek is about it. <laughs> they want to cancel Meek. Oh, Lord. Oh. I don't know if they want to cancel Meek. I think they want to get rid of the album cover. They have an issue with the with the cover. They want to the cancel bus, the yeah. cover. Um, as far as the as far as it being on the bus, I actually fully There's agree. The there. The, the um the bus rapping is compl- is insane because it's literally it's on the streets. Kids are on the streets and seeing these things. It's not anatomically correct though. It's shapes. It's artistic um, almost. Oh, yeah, it's it's it's, when it's, I first, it's surrealism. It's when, when not, I first seen his album cover, uh-huh. I didn't think I I loved it. I still love the album cover. I didn't think past what I seen on the album cover, but. I understand what that guy was saying. If a bus is wrapped in that album cover, literally, literally depicting sexual acts, and children can see this, I get it. Now it's in public. It wasn't depicting sexual acts, though. Claude, when a woman is bent over and and her vagina part is a pink dot to show that that's the uh-huh. vagina, like these are, I would, I don't have a daughter. So I understand what. So you're five, saying. six years old. Five, six years old. There it is, right there. That's that's the that's not the bus. That is the uh, that's the album cover. That'll work. Ahead, if I'm five or that's six, on the bus. Go ahead. What you um, if you're five or six old, what do you what do you know? What is that offensive to you? Can you do you know what it is? It looks like shapes. At that age, no. If I'm five or six, but I'm answering you. Some of these kids these days, shoot, and and, uh-huh. and some of the kids. But point of it is, do you want that to be seen? I I I have a son, right? And my son, when he was five or six. As a man walking and I and my son see it, it may not be that crazy to me, but I still don't want my son to see it because it's a little album comes with um parental advisory stickers, right? And so you you're aware that you're about to buy something that is for adults. Now a city bus wrapped in this art, which I thought was dope. First of all, I love the album cover. I didn't think about it being on city buses or on billboards for the world to see. When I seen the Meek album cover, I thought the shit was fire. It did look like art to me. I would even purchase that art to me. But that's also coming from a man in his home, not with children around. My kids, my kid is eight, almost 18 years old. I don't have babies. So I don't think past like my my young kid is going to see this, let alone not even just a kid, but a little girl. Would well, you want that? predict do you want that um do you want that for your child so, so you're so you you veered off to something different than what i initially asked so you're asking about children singing and i said it's a demeaning to, to women and black women but that we'll get to that but that was his point. do what i want my child to see that all right so for me again it's a surrealist art so here's the thing have you ever been to a museum museum excuse me have you been to a museum and I can't talk right now mu- no have you been to an actual not a sex museum an yes. actual regular museum yes yes <laughs> dolly Michelangelo, Leonardo, impressionist arts, surrealist arts. You've seen that before. Sure. Why is that okay and this is wrong? That's in a public museum. I've been to museum in elementary school, seven, nine, eight years old, going to a museum. Why now that it's on display in a, in a also public area that it's such an issue? Well, in this depiction of being it being specifically black women pretty much being looked at in a sexual manner completely bent over and or and breast out and things like that coming from a person of or coming from meek mill who who has who pushes um respect black women and we're pushing a certain agenda to to not have us looked at in certain ways especially our sisters like he completely went against all of that in this album cover Again, I am a person that really enjoyed the album cover. I thought it was dope at first, but being it on the city bus traveling around Hollywood or wherever that wherever this bus was traveling, I understand people's um 
disdain for it. I get it. It's not. But these are them. the same. These are also the same parents that probably let their kid just have the iPad and go through everything on YouTube, play all the gun games and the Warcrafts and the whatever. I don't play right. those games. So I don't know the names technically. Sorry. Those are the same people that are going to complain about this and complain about you know, like I, I I live near a high school and I these these moms and parents and everybody want to complain about kids having to wear masks or having to be vaccinated. But when I go walk my dogs up there at the park during lunchtime, there's kids making out and having sex in corners of the of, of the fields that so you worried about one thing but you not realizing what you not seeing at your own home so you worried about a bus but what are you missing out at home by not paying attention to what your children are actually being exposed to that's very true as well but what about the ones who do pay attention what about the ones who i again i i still love the album cover i hope it doesn't change the album cover for the Wait. album is great but plaster on a bus. Why is the album co album cover okay, but the bus isn't? And I get that you're gonna say it's public, but the album cover is still public. You can go to a record store. Shit, no, because there's no record stores. You can, you can maybe go to a record store. You, you can social media. You can Google it. Kids true. also have self. They have smartphones. They have the mine uses my iPads. If she wanted to Google it, she would see it, but she won't because it's not you know all that because you have parental things set up to stop her from <laughs> seeing it. But when you walk outside, if a bus yeah. is just parked in front of your home, showing depicting pornographic, um, how images, is that pornographic, Steve? It's shapes. First, I don't think you've really seen the Im image. I've seen the image. If you keep calling them shapes, then it doesn't sound. They like are it. actual shapes. Claude, these are literally women. Cartoon? They're not literally women. It is not anatomically correct. There's no labia, majora, or minor. There's no actual. There's nothing there. There's a uh, a pink circle. I don't and brown shapes. So you don't you don't know what a pink dot represents? I do because legs. I'm a grown ass man. So listen. So when a pink dot is represented between a woman's legs, claw like it's just it's a little inappropriate. Okay, I, see, I completely understand that guy's standpoint. That is all. I still love. But it's not like she over there writing it or something or doing something else. I mean, it's not like there's an act, a sexual act happening on this thing. It's like correct. it's a it's a human body. So I, I, I no. a human body. <laughs> so uh, hey, welcome to the Poor podcast. So Kiki, welcome to the Poor podcast. Hello. Expert on art. Having me, guys. I'm glad that she decided to join us today. Uh, real quick, before we get into it, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us what what you're all about, and 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 let us know. Sure. So my name is Kiki Bagley. Um, first time actually doing something like this, so this is pretty cool. I'm fangirling inside. Um, I'm a student for graphic design. I'm a graphic designer in Tampa as well. I'm also an artist. Um, I started my art probably back in 2019. Um, yeah, that's pretty much about me. I like long walks on the beach, but I'm not near Florida. So I like long long walks on mountains. Those are pretty cool, I guess. Oh, you got good lungs then. I've been on the mountains in Colorado. That shit ain't nice. My lungs are terrible. I'm like heaving in the parking lot just to get something from my car. So I still got baby lungs, but we'll get there eventually. Uh, Mike, can you bring her volume up just a little bit for me? Um, so, uh, Kiki, so what we're talking about right now, if you if you were listening off, off uh, in the, in the yeah. green room, we're talking about Meek Mill's album cover slash bus. And mm -hmm. Steve and I have a little bit of contention over the acceptability of it. Uh, we kind of tried to draw the line and talk a little bit about is it demeaning, demeaning to black women? Is it demeaning to women? Yada, mm -hmm. yada, yada. All mm -hmm. that stuff. So give us your thought process on it and we'll get back into the debate. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a black woman. Um, I'm also Hispanic, but I am mostly black. And on top of that, I am also an artist. So from an artist's point of view, if I were to put myself, I believe her name was Nina, uh, yes. who did the a art. A black yes. woman who yes. did the black art, woman. right? Yep. 
Yes, it was a black woman. So if I were to put myself in her shoes and Meek Mill approached me and I came up with this vision, I personally do not see the traumatizing results I've seen so far about people's opinions of what they think about this art. I see a woman's interpretation of a black woman using uh, abstract shapes, because they are shapes. I heard you said they weren't shapes, but they're <laughs> shapes. That made a woman, that is true. But in the end, it is her interpretation of what a black woman is, probably fulfilling her client's needs because he probably requests something like that. We don't know the conversation. And on top of that, she is an artist that tests a lot of politics with pop culture art. So she's known for doing something like this. So from an artist's point of view, I don't really see it as offensive. Um, shoot me down. But I, when I first saw the controversy, I couldn't really fully understand. And I did see the video of the white guy just popping off on the bus. Um, I can agree maybe in the public eye can be sensitive, but I also have to go with the opinion of you got to teach your kids what's going on with pop culture and how this artist was perceived with their art. Like that's something that the parent is responsible for because he posted on the bus. I don't really see it as being defensive. Maybe, maybe I'm off, but that's just my opinion. Also, I am a black woman, so from that side too, it's another black woman's interpretation of a, a black queen. So maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. I fully understand, and that opinion, I, I respect your opinion. Again, I personally love the artwork. When I first heard that album that dropped on, on that Friday, I was mm -hmm. probably one of the first in lines. Woke up in the morning, that was my album of choice from that morning to the gym to my to, to, to the after like i rocked the album the album is nice i did not think one thing wrong about the album cover or mm -hmm. anything about the album and but i fully understand an album like that artwork which is still art i think is amazing i'll put that in my home but i'm yeah. speaking from a i'm speaking from a man's standpoint of mm -hmm. having a piece of art that i don't have to explain to a four or five year old child and my child and by the way i do have a child so it's not like mm -hmm. i'm speaking from not a parent i'm a parent yeah. my kid yeah. is just older my kid yeah. is almost a, he'll be 18 soon and in the society eyes a grown man so my child my son will also appreciate the album i can't imagine trying to explain this to my daughter would i have the same artwork up with a pink dot representation of a woman bent over shapes and not sure we'll say shapes for that but i don't want my black daughter to feel like um that's the representation of a black woman because it is not. I don't yeah. want my black daughter feeling like representation of the black woman is her mm -hmm. with her shapes, breast out, and pink dots on the where the nipples should be. That's what. That's not what I. Just let me rock real quick and finish, and then you can get off. <laughs> I, that's not where I would want my black daughter to see on a bus, just simply trying to walk her to school or the corner store. I understand mm -hmm. what that. What that. I don't know his name. I I hate to keep calling him a white guy, but that's just. What do you right? I don't know his name either. So, so the white guy. So <laughs> the white guy. I so white I, guy. I understand yeah. his just I get what he's saying. Do I fully agree with everything he's saying? It's like it's, it's not even that I agree or disagree. It's just like, you know what? I feel you. I get mm -hmm. I get what you're saying. And you're just simply saying you don't want this like it, the representation of the black woman. That that looked crazy. I get it. But it, again. I personally enjoyed the art, but I can't ignore the fact that he's right. That's a city bus in a, in his in in LA. It's that, not a city bus, or a it's bus, a tour bus, a tour bus that's still being 
um, being being shopped around and, and traveling around where people can see these things. Sure, it's up to you as a parent to tell your kids certain things and help them understand certain things. But also, it's kind of it's it's a tough conversation to have. And I'm just trying to sympathize with people who are not in my shoes. I promise you, this does not affect me at all. If I'm going to take it personally, if I'm talking about me personally, Steve Cash personally, this don't affect me. Black male <laughs> with a black son, that's a male. I, none of this shit matters. Hey, let, let's mm-hmm. get our misogynistic shit off all day. Let's go to strip clubs. So, let's talk about <clears> pussy <throat> popping all day. So be- I can do that with my kids. So that's not my fight. I'm just understanding mm-hmm. this all. That's it. Hold on. So before Kiki and um, and Mel respond, I, I, I'm going to tell you as a father that has a daughter, a black daughter, I'm going to tell you at the end of the day, she knows what a vagina is. She knows she anatomical things. We teach her things as we should as a parent. Right. But I cannot deny that there is a subculture of our black female society what that does resonate with. You can't say, oh, that doesn't represent black women. No, that doesn't represent all black women. Absolutely not. But most things don't represent all black women. Come mm-hmm. on. Let, let's be real. But that does represent probably in Meek's life that represents the <laughs> black women that he'd be fucking with and, and, and the vibe of that album. And I haven't listened to the album. Correct me if I'm wrong. That probably represents the vibe of the album. Otherwise, why would the fuck would he have it for the album cover, well, right? Well, no, you're wrong. Extremely wrong. Then you say correct, you're wrong. Then yes, extremely wrong. You you asked me to do so, I did so. So the album is just. Mike, have you heard that? Mika? Well, the, so the, al- the album. so the album is just okay, there. The, the, the let's album. Ask her. She she's here. May we ask you since you've heard the album as of well? Of course. Yes. Okay. So I've heard the album. I think the album matches the art. I'm gonna be real. Most of his songs were about his struggles in the hood. And then from there, people that have screwed him over. And then from that, also, all the bitches he's fucked. That's all he talked about. And different renditions, and some I do sympathize. There were some hard struggles in some of his verses. But the theme was hard knock life, fucking people, fucking bitches, guys screwing him over, him getting money. That, that's pretty much the concept of it. So if you look at the album art, it kind of fits with <clears throat> what he's saying in his album itself um maybe you and i hear music differently i don't know your musical background <laughs> i listen well, to hip-hop one, one second <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you do but claw i understand this fits your narrative so you understand with her but we don't know her why are you music. getting mad I, it doesn't <laughs> fit but it, it's, it would you give me mad oftentimes no, when there's a when there's a guest on and it fits maybe. your narrative i don't say you get mad at me for i'm just saying she what she says is not wrong and i'm laughing at your response to it i'm not laughing at your opinion i'm laughing at your response to what she said so go ahead. You said you don't know her background in in in, in music. I can share cool. My background That's irrelevant. But go ahead. Share your background. Because people my... hear because people hear th- I would love to hear your musical background, but just to yeah. finish my point. Go ahead. Um I understand that because if you feel it fits your narrative, that's it. But I don't know how she understands music. I've been a Meek Mill fans since Flamers, since Flamers series. Are you a fan mm-hmm. of so you so you've been fucking with the Philly scene and Meek since since Flamers? I have discovered him a year ago, so I don't have okay. The okay. Full background of Meek I will not cut you. All right, not to cut you off, but I get it. Okay, cool. Yeah. You're a Meek fan from one year ago. I've been a Meek <laughs> fan since I've been a Meek fan since I was like 19 years old. I yeah, am now 36. Yeah, it's absolutely. way different. And I'm only assuming mm-hmm. I'm a lot older than you. But yeah. Expensive Pain, this album, it was not about only about what you said. Am I how I received this album? For one, he took a whole different flow. For one, he took the whole Chicago drill music scene. Like this album is way different. There's mm-hmm. nothing. This Meek album does not sound like a Meek album. Lyrically, uh-huh. beat selection, nothing about this album is a meek album. But again, I can't knock however you feel. We all hear music different. We all Absolutely. hear it differently. And we interpret it differently. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's bad, bad neither. And it's I've heard bad reviews. Good. I just disagree. 
yeah but anyways so your experience with it was that i what i heard from his lyricals from his lyrics and things of that nature it was not all about but of course we're talking hip-hop so sure it will be sprinkled in there it was not Mm -hmm. all about um did you say fucking bitches was that your term i'm gonna try and use no yeah but he did though but he you can't tell me that he didn't because i'm not telling you he did the songs he did he did. I don't, I don't even know about most majority or like the point of it is like it was about expensive pain. He explained that multiple times throughout the whole album. This and I love the name again. Like I love that shit because I personally, as we all can relate to it, however it's you a great to, name. Not even listen to the album. That, that's a great. That's no, a great it's a great name. Absolutely. However yeah. you want to relate to what's considered expensive pain for you, I personally have some expensive pain. I'm like, yeah, I feel that. But mm-hmm. um, at the end of the day, I did not take from this Meek album, which I locked in several much. I locked in big on it. I did not get only. Fucking bitches, uh, fuck, uh, whatever, ever, ever, getting money, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, that is on the album, but also, does it fit the album cover? Again, I love the album cover. I mm-hmm. really want, I would really hang that up in my home. Mm-hmm. We're sticking to the question about it being appropriate and that white guy having a point. In my opinion, yes, he has a point. And do I think it's appropriate for like the super public? My answer is no, though I like it. I would hang that up for me, but I understand his point. So should the Michelangelo's David be in the and it's not the Metropolitan in whatever museum is I, I've been to the Metropolitan Museum in New York and there's a lot of nude sculptures in there and a lot of nude pictures and all kinds of things in there we can go to mm-hmm. the Dollar Museum and there's titties everywhere mm-hmm. so should that shit be burnt and not be available no, for the public no that's nothing, also my argument nothing well she says it should be argument do I feel it should be burnt no I think that's art what I hang why is that not art. The album, the album cover. I've been saying this art the whole time. I've been saying I would hang it up as art in my home. Unless my five year old is coming down uh, to your house, unless, and you want to take it down? Unless I have well, a yes, t- yes you want to take answer, that painting down to my five year old coming down. If house. I have a daughter, a, a young yes, I don't want a young girl singing that. I don't. I don't that's want that. absurd. I don't want a young boy that's singing absurd. it. I'm just. I don't want children that's singing. They have probably girl, seen it already, though. I'm gonna be. Real they with probably you. have. Like, and middle school was brutal. I trust me. Too many things I did not want to see. As a boy, as, let me tell you, as a boy, at the time, as a boy, I've seen all the porn magazines at the time before they hit DVDs. Before, it, like, I, of course, we know, and then yeah. things progress from, yeah. from 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 magazines to 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 VHS to DVDs. I'm just giving my lifespan, right? From yeah. magazines, uh, VHS, DVDs to to now in our cell phones. Yes, I get it. I understand, and I'm with it all. I'm glad I got the witness law. I'm probably going to get loose tonight. <laughs> but Steve, that you're likening that imagery but, to porn. That's porn. It's, it's no, but what you what. Go ahead, Mel. What they're not doing is that this is a tour bus, you guys. This bus ain't flying past your neighborhood grocery store and making stops at those yeah. kids' schools. And it wasn't like they put it on the LA City bus and it's going down through Crenshaw and Inglewood or out. Mm-hmm. It's not there. It's not on it's not on the subway. It's not it's on a tour bus. This man gets on the bus or his street team or whomever is on this bus exactly. to go publicize the album. Not to mention, and it may age me a little bit too, but don't we remember like two live crew yes. and uncle luke of course. And, yes and, and, i mean but don't you think his tour buses and stuff are a little crazy and they actually had to be on tour buses there was no flying flying around back then like i see album are- i see album cover had the woman with the mac in the back mm-hmm. like when so yeah. why, do, why does that matter though if it's on his tour bus he's not because trying to we- pay the city's not promoting it the city didn't put it on a on a on a on a city bus it's on his tour bus did it it's the album comes- cover the difference comes when you because we involved and when you know better you do better back then we didn't have social media back then that the, the, everything just the two live crew that didn't reach past your home because for one as a child back in the two live crew era 
You didn't get that album in your home unless your parents brought it in. It wasn't on TV for you. Shit wasn't lit like, like it is today. Now we have the internet. Now people who didn't even know Meek album dropped, they only know about the tour bus because this went viral. Like, that's it. Like, it's things has changed. The game has changed, so you got to move what with is, it. But we're also and, talking about rap. Like, this has been around since the beginning <laughs> of rap. It, and that, the thing is, is that you can try and censor the tour bus and a graphic, but how are you going to, you can't censor the music. And the music for me is 10 times worse than the actual art itself. Exactly. The music is definitely way worse than the visual art. I can agree to that. And, and again, kids I'm on can a, hear that at any place that's open. There could be, it could be playing at the barbershop your kid goes to get his haircut. It could be playing at the nail salon. It could be playing at the local, you know, um, food truck place, the first Fridays, the art district, like these, this music is everywhere your kids still gonna hear it whether they're seeing the picture or not i'd prefer them to see the picture than to hear the music i fully agree with you and again i personally enjoyed the art i personally this isn't even my fight what he's fighting for and arguing about it does not apply to my life at all i simply understand what i want my daughter or a young child to see this and like see the representation of the shapes however you want to call it do nah because then it's like i'm not ready to have for that conversation but that's just me it's your, I just understand. Is your issue more the representation of women or the representation of black women? That that's kind of how we kind of started it off with the boot. It's not representing the, black women well. The issue which that guy, which the white guy started with, and he even asked someone on the corner, is he asked black people, is like, oh, is this how you like your sisters represented? Do you like this represent you? Do I like that image that it represents black women? Uh I don't like that image that it represents women in general, I guess, even though I'd like I like the album cover. I thought that she was dope. My first thing I was like, damn, that's just hard. I fuck with it. But then when he broke, I didn't, me personally, I didn't think much past what my, what I seen. I was just ready for the music because I like music. I like words. I wanted to hear his, I wanted to hear his raps. That's what I wanted. I thought it was a dope album cover. I thought nothing of it. When, <laughs> when that white dude pointed out his disdain for it, I was like, yeah, I guess you got a point. I feel you. I, I actually, you're right. I understand. What is his point exactly, though? Because he's had a lot of shit in there, a lot of crazy shit. Now I'm gonna throw out there. He's talking about some vaccinations and shit like that. <laughs> when I heard that, I, <laughs> turn it off. Uh, he said some crazy shit up in there. I was like, I'm not. I'm no longer. I'm no longer with you, sir. He felt uh, you're off the planet now. His, uh, to my knowledge, he felt it was inappropriate to be driving down his neighborhood where he lived. He, he said, was jogging. I think he was jogging. Yeah. He can be skipping, jump roping. He just yeah. seen it down wherever he he felt like in his percent, like he felt like it's not appropriate for the public where he ever he was at. And I'm all I per, I'm like, eh, you're in the public, you got a point. You saying it's not representing black women well. I'm like, eh, you got a point. There's not one other, there's not anyone else on that cover but black women being bent over strip club type shit, even though I like what I like. Are there black women in strip clubs? No, it's not. But he's talking about. The but no, are there black women in strip oh, clubs? Yes, there Does are. it represent a subsection of women that do exist in this country or the world? Yes, of course. All so it is that. representing black women that do exist and are proud of that part of their life that they represent. And it's not a. And I don't think that that is a, a big deal. I don't think it represents black women poorly, it, because it does not represent all black women, and that's inherent. That's common sense. Because I'm sure down the road there's a probably uh, a, a law firm that has a beautiful black woman on the cover that representing her law firm, or or uh, how to get away with murder with Viola Davis billboard mm -hmm. down the road. It's Hollywood, so there's a lot of representations of black women probably on that street. That it's not just that particular. If it was only that bus and that bus is everywhere, well, yeah, that's the risk that people gonna think this is our only. This is only how black women are. Did but, you like? The, do you like that cover art? I think the cover art is dope. I, I love it. I have no I problem personally, with as I agree with you, that's just fire. 
Um, Mel, because I know yeah. I know you. Um, you just said you like it as well. Mel, do you like his yeah. cover art as well? I do like it. So everyone is in an agreement. Mike, do you like it? Of course. She's fire, right? Yeah, man. It's, but now it's my question cool. to you, Mike. You can you understand his point is all. Whether you disagree or not, do you understand what he's trying to say? I understand what he's trying to say. I just don't think. You think it matters, Mike? I don't think it matters. I think that's what I was just getting to. Does it represent black women poorly? That one bus probably saw less people than the album's going to get spent. <laughs> that's Does true. it make it better if it wasn't just black? <laughs> you said the album's going to get spent. Is that what you said? <laughs> what? No. What? Oh, you said less people. Less, no, he said less. He said less. The bus is going to be seen by less people than the album's going to get spent. Hmm. So what's ah, in the album is going to reach more people than what's on the bus. Dude in his yeah. neighborhood, he saw the bus. I didn't see the bus until he posted a picture about the bus. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a bus. I the album Meek. gets ran, and I haven't finished it yet. Just I see. I've been busy. I seen the. He I just see. helped promote Meek's Mill album for him. That's all. Yes. I was just about to say it's he, all supposed to be controversy. They're supposed to do shit like this to rile you up so you can check his album out and figure out what it's about. Like, wait, the, it could be even seen as a PR scheme if you really wanted it to. Like, it makes sense, especially being on the Carlo Boulevard. I think. He's not this, the first the to first use controversy, I was, but I was also going to say that Ye even used the uh, his initial album cover for Get, Get Rich for uh, My Dark, Beautiful Twisted Dark Twisted Fantasy, Fantasy yeah. had a similar imagery art hip-hop it crossover, did. and did. they had to censor it, and it became um, controversy, so everybody talked about it. Exactly. The first bus I seen was actually in Philly. There's not, there's not just one bus. There's a bus... Just around the first time okay. I seen the bus in Philly, actually, not personally, but what I see online, I mm -hmm. again thought nothing of it. I didn't even think about someone else's standpoint until I seen that guy's had a problem with it. And all I felt was like, damn, I kind of feel you. You got a point. I can't tell you you don't want to see this in your community. When he explained it, or even as height height of his discussion or argument, whatever you want to deem, whatever you want to place on him, I honestly felt I was like, you know what? Okay. I Okay, you got a point. I still disagree. I disagree. I personally liked it, but you got a point. It's people can see it, like in your in your neighborhood, and you don't want your kids and things like that. And it's re poorly representing black women. I was like, damn. Okay, you got a point. Can I, I, I get you? Can I, I ask you. something that we haven't really touched on at all about that? Sure. You think he was exerting a little bit of white privilege in that moment? I mean, explain how. Possibly, I don't know how. How do you mean? I don't. He might not be used to seeing the black body in it, the black female body in all its glory, Maybe. and he might be offended by it. We've often we, the one thing that we know about black women is that the 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 I'm going to just say the black woman as the whole, when it comes to people like that, there is a potential. There's a, a, an overall offensive. They're too assertive. They're too loud. Their hair is too much. There's we know the stereotypes that come along with it. And maybe some white bread, white guy. And I don't know what his wife or his children look like. I don't know. He could be married to a black woman for all I know. Uh, and that might have triggered him. But it's possible that him seeing the black female body in all his glory on the side of a bus might have, might have triggered something in him that could be inherently due to his inexperience with culture. I mean, it's not common seeing a woman, a black woman like that, like in her glory, if we're using that <laughs> phrase. Um, yeah. It's not common, to glory. be honest. In all her glory, exactly. So especially, let's just say the bus was in a predominant wider area um, and you don't see 
a woman bent over and she being black and like titties out and everything like that. It, I could see how it could freak some people out. Well, maybe freak people out is not the right term, but make them slightly uncomfortable because they never experienced that. They were ignorant to that before. But now it's literally in their face. It's publicized. So they have to look at it. I'm just saying, David. This white guy David's... was just trying to get his 10 minutes of fame. That too. He's like, hey, it's Meek Mill. <laughs> I already know he's going to blow. He's blowing out. Let me just get this video. I'm going to talk to some people around here. And here's what we're doing. All of these things could be true. He could, he could just be, he could be fronting just for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, for the clout to, to, to get, um, to get on and go viral. He could be. But does that not still, raise a good question that he still posed if if those paintings were anatomically correct right and it was in a sexual pornographic nature it's not art i'm not talking about some because let's just be honest david's dick is all over people children's fucking uh, textbooks let's be real it really is so if it if it was done your in a way that was every time you see that photo by the way of the david is that what every you're time saying? you of see the david? david your mouth get mad wet every time you see that man penis for some reason but i hey. don't know that's on you hey kiki help me if i'm wrong didn't the dick fall off <laughs> once didn't, didn't it get broken off it did and then it they had to put a new one back on and you yeah. wanted to be there to catch it <laughs> you a wild individual but anyway back to this back why to you, your point why you got to be so vulgar um end of the day that's not a boy in day no full circle that was full circle right there. damn uh <laughs> mel you on top of it uh at the end of the day like i said david's dick is all over his children's textbooks and things of that nature it's history mm-hmm. maybe meek's album cover will someday be history and this will all be a moot point possibly and I don't know. Like I said, I don't know that guy's motives. I don't know. Like Mel said, he could be just trying to get his 15 minutes of fame. They, did, so- they did David kind of dirty, though. <laughs> With the size? Is that what you're saying? All I said was they did him kind of dirty. <laughs> Why did they do him dirty? David, that was his size. You stuck on it now, huh? David still he not waxed or vaxxed. He's clearly not waxed. How close were you to know if he not waxed? Super close. Right in my face. I put it right on there. It might have been a tattoo on my cheek. It might as well have been. thing around it. You can't get close. Anyhow. (laughs) Oh, you know you tried? I am familiar with the statue. I am familiar with the statue. actually 12. So um, uh, on to our next thing. We were remiss if we did not talk about this before we got the hell up out of here. Dave Chappelle. Uh, we talked a little bit about Dave Chappelle. Um, did I get it? Did I get it? I thought that was a part of your like, like Dave Chappelle. I thought you was like, no, there was a bug. <laughs> y'all didn't see the bug flying? Am I tripping? Am I like, am I? What you drink? I, I oh, y'all, I'm drinking a Surge it's White Claw. I'm sorry, because Surge White Claw. Yes, eight percent. So a White Claw is gonna be four and a half. They ain't pay you yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. but I'm gonna let you know the drink. I won't say the name. It's normally four and a half percent alcohol. It's now eight percent alcohol. So I've had to cut myself down. Normally have about six of them every show. I'm cut down to like two. It's White Claw Plus. Is that what they do in Tampa? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Disney Plus. No, it is not what this is not a no. proper representation of Tampa. No, do not make Mill bus us. One third of Tampa. <laughs> I'm about to blow it up to next week. Watch I'm like, man, these guys in Tampa. They nah, do not these, do not make bubbly Mil- seltzers. First the of hard all, ones. first of <laughs> all, I was drinking my homemade drink called a Lynn Palmer. It consists of a shot Lynn of bourbon, Palmer. white claw, and cranberry juice. So it's it's that it's sounds bit, delicious. It's, it's, yes, thank you. I'll see you in the of rest. Of course. It's not yeah, it's in the sand. It's literally what I just said. Okay, shot well, of whiskey. I'm gonna forget, uh, so just, just... You, you got to get another shot, too, that I don't know if you're going to want to drink the one that we're going to have today, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on to Dave uh, Chappelle's uh, show. Y'all, everybody, everybody's watched it. Everybody's got it in. Everybody got at least half of it in. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah, got it. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. All right. Good. So um, 
Dave is kind of the uncancelable guy, I think. Right? Well, we do kind of agree with that. Like, he's kind of the uncancelable genius. I I think he, yeah. I think he could if he didn't cross any line. When when you yeah. when you're, when your comedic form is honestly, he's making points and, and things mm-hmm. that, and similar to the John Gruen shit. He all he's saying is, where's the anger when it applies to us? Right. It's us. Where's the upgrade? Where's where's the outrage? Where's where's the the the, the pumping your fists? Like where's the uproar? Where's where's right. any of that? Until it comes to that community, and then everything flips. Right. Like, you mention that community, get out of here immediately. Gruden was showing the fuck out. He ain't get out of here because it's racist shit. He got out of here when he started to offend the alphabet group. Right. Well, and it, and it goes back. And, uh, and we and we're we're three black straight men, as far as I know. I don't know that their closet <laughs> stuff. That's possibly. Possibly. Uh, uh, possibly. Mike is a bear. Uh, so so as far as I know, so I, I cannot presume to speak any in any in any in any intelligent way other than my experiences in life my my talking to my friends my research about the lgbt community but i do know that you know when it comes to dave's show i don't think he's saying anything wrong but but so they tried so so y'all are familiar i'm assuming y'all y'all familiar y'all watch it y'all familiar yeah y'all watch the show are y'all familiar with the controversy the alleged controversy yes you know and i think it has a lot to do with what we talked about last week which was cancel culture right Everybody gets so offended about something and they want to cancel that person. And it's, it's this court of public opinion that's not rooted in anything that's tangible. And I think that it's kind of crazy because we go back to the John Gruden thing that we talked about earlier with Mel about how, like Steve said, John Gruden was saying all these these interesting racist things. And, it was, and he was allowed to coach on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really until he came out about him being both misogynistic and a homophobe that he was dead it, you know? Um, right. So it's, and I think that that's, that's a common thing. And, and Dave talks about that in the show. Like it, it's a common thing. Um, y'all's thoughts on the controversy. You know, y- y- y'all can go, uh, you know what, Mel, you go first. You haven't talked much in the last 20 minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, it's Dave Chappelle. Like if you know right. Dave, I mean, I know how old I am and I've been watching Dave since he first started. I've seen this Dave Chappelle show. I've seen all the, you know, we know what Dave Chappelle brings. You know, I thought so, he was like 24. Yeah, right. <laughs> Change the numbers backwards. Flattery now. gets you everywhere. <laughs> Flattery gets you everywhere. I'm older than all of you, I think. So <laughs> We don't know how old we are. You were just talking about turning 36. Oh, I, I already yeah. hit. Wait until you hit 40. Let me know. Damn. I be forget <laughs> one things I be saying. Y'all know. Yeah. Go ahead, But Mel. you know, you know, Dave Chappelle. And I, and what's crazy is that even in this last um, comedy with a Netflix special, whatever, there was a bunch of LGBTQ in the audience. And he's actually yeah. talking to them as well. And, you know, it was like, hey, you know, this is what I do. And the, I don't see that there was a problem. I don't see what this cancel culture is for. Like, a, we know you know what you're coming to. You know what you're you know what you're hitting when you hit Netflix, Dave Chappelle. You know what you're about to listen to. That's it. So if you don't want to listen to it, there's plenty of other things to be watching on Netflix. Kiki, I have to agree. Um, I have not known Dave Chappelle since he started, but um, I knew him <laughs> around like when I was 15 uh, in the 90s. Um, but all to say, Dave Chappelle, like Miss Mel said, is Dave Chappelle. He is known for saying some really raunchy but true things that are supposed to be relatable. And 
ironically enough, like, yeah, people are offended, but it's a, it's an honest question. Um, I understand I'm friends with a lot of transgendered people. Um, I am bisexual myself, but I'm not going to be speaking for them, of course, because I don't know how it truly feels. But nonetheless, for him to start asking those questions about like, but what about like people of color? Like that is a very real question. Hopefully one day we will get that like abundance of support. And I truly believe that it will get there eventually because I feel like people, especially people around like my age are getting a lot aware of what to say, what not to say, what to do, what not to do, and how to support, especially after the whole BLM movement. So people are not ignorant as they used to be in the past, but nonetheless, we're still not where we kind of want to be. So to ask that question isn't faulty. I wouldn't consider him being a homophobe because he's comparing it to transgender. It's just what we're understanding right now and being saying that people are valid for, you know, being transgender and that acceptance is just, can it be compared to people who are black? And that's a valid question. And I don't see any harm in that. Yeah. And I, and I think it it is crazy because it seems like common sense, right? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Dave is making, and then comedy has this, It's deeply rooted in in observation in a funny way, in a, in a witty way, observation brought to the masses in your 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 perspective, you know. So it, to me, so it's kind of interesting because last week we talked about people canceling things, and, and I have a couple ridiculous things I want to talk about that people are trying to cancel right now. But it's interesting that they want to can they wanted to try to cancel Dave because his stance on transgender, but they're not actually looking at his actual stance on transgender is that does that make sense like Mm -hmm. they're looking at what they think they know about you say something you say something that's not in line with the the um the conventional thought pattern about transgenderism or homo or 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 being gay or lgbtq or whatever and they want to cancel and it's just kind of it's kind of baffling because it seems like a lot of those people did not watch the actual special Mm -hmm. just that tiny segment they, mm-hmm. That tiny segment, and they yep. pulled it out of it, and it happens every single time. All the time. And yep. I don't know why that is. Do we have an idea why that is? Like, why, why does that keep happening? Because he said that he's not going to talk about it no more. At the end of the show, he said he's not going to talk about it no more. He's done. The reason I think that ha- that happens is because they want to use, when I say they, the p- people who have an issue with what he said, they want to use the talking points. Yeah. And and they, they just want to listen to just whatever the small frame he said and not knowing who Dave Chappelle is, if if we all listen to Dave Chappelle, we're all offended here. We know Dave Chappelle. They will start a joke in the beginning, first three minutes. That's going to make it's gonna sense. Be a thirty minute long drink. Yeah. it's going to it's, it's many points <laughs> yeah. to it. So if you don't get all of it, you're not going to fully understand. Right. But you just want to focus on whatever um you felt offended by or whatever you want to have fake offense by, just to try to push a point or your motive, whatever case is. By the end of the day, he wasn't offending any. He was not set to offend anyone. It's definitely not the alphabet uh, committee. For one, he even gave, I, I wish memory bad right now, whatever the, the woman, his best friend, Daphne. Daphne. Yes, the one that is passed. Is that her name? Yeah. Daphne? Yep. R.I.P. To, to, uh, yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Like her family members even spoke up and said they watched it all and they felt not one offense to it. They said, yes, she would have uh, appreciated the comedy. Because uh, she was session. a comedian herself. Yes. Yeah. Right. So how are you more offended than the people? that he's speaking about like how dare how are you more offended than like if i'm saying i'm cool if someone tried to 
do something to me and y'all like, yeah, they try to fit you. I'm like, nah, it's funny. I liked it. It was cool. How are you more mad for me than I am for me? I'm telling you, let it ride. I like it. And then my family's mm-hmm. like, it's cool. He liked it. Let it ride. And you still keep trying to pump your fist and like, nah, get him out of here. Like, hey, what? Honestly, what type of shit you on for real? This, right. this ain't for this ain't for me. You just trying to you trying to flex your muscle. You trying to show that you can cancel people. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of like like the the idea in in the black community, white saviorism, right? Like the idea that that we as a culture need to be saved and we need to be saved by a member of the white race. I don't have to explain it to everybody, but it's that thought pattern that somebody has to be outraged for us. You know, mm-hmm. it's not enough that we've been saying all you know, along. We're saying we're what, cool. what our, we got yeah. it. Well, even, well, we're we're cool now because we're used to. It. Now, like I, like, I like saying, you said, I'm like, saying for Daphne right, or, or right, NRP to her. Right. But no, but even that still stands for the black community too, because you talked about it before about John Rudy being racist. You're like, and we know you surprised that a that a that a white man uh, born one. in the 1963 in Ohio is a little racist. That's not you know what I'm saying. That's not that's not like surprise surprise. So I think the idea is is that like you know it's the somebody has to kind of be there, kind of pumping a fist about something. And and I think that that's kind of been the whole thing about about Dave. You know, am I am I crazy? Am I wrong? No, I don't think you are. <laughs> I, I don't. I just think it's it's a whole cancer excuse me cancel culture concept of just taking something that seems bold and maybe not a common question and change people's perspective. And that's probably what started this debate of is it homophobic or not for what he said. I don't think it is. Last week when we were talking about cancel culture, one of the things that did come up was the need for cancel culture, the good of culture culture versus the bad. And mm-hmm. I kind of did, I kind of had a, a, a moment where I was like, I think it's awful. I'd rather not have it because yeah, it does do some good. Yeah. We get rid of eventually people like John Gruden would get rid of people like the asshole in the apartment complex that was yelling at the people right doing the racist things and hopefully this guy in tennessee or wherever it is that mississippi or whatever that's doing the racist comments in the in the music out in the neighborhood yeah we'll get rid of those people but how much good does it really do versus the bad in y'all's opinion cancel culture could we really be without it yeah I mean, you know mel you go first i'll let you go first I mean, I feel like cancel culture is such like the Gen Y or Gen Z thing now that it's Gen Zers. It become it just became overly popular to have cancel culture. Like now it's the rage. Like let's find something that we can tag cancel culture. I feel like has it helped in some ways for sure. Um, does it seem to be more of like a no cap or whatever the you know the in thing is to be saying for thing? I just feel like sometimes it gets too it goes too much on the whole social media thing. Like if it's actually working towards a better good, yes. If it's just to get more followers and get more views and get, you know, more publicity for your own personal gain than now. I can agree. I can agree. I definitely (laughs) can agree. Um, I think cancel culture in general, if it is someone who is truly, truly being very offensive he deserves, she deserves to be called out for it because what he or she is doing is not okay. That I definitely agree. And I feel like it's a lot more easier to be pointed out because we have social media now and everybody has cameras in their hands. So it's much easier to be publicized. But we 
I, I feel that we have to be more cautious because we're afraid that we are going to get canceled just for expressing our opinion about some things. I don't think that everybody's going to be expressing the same exact opinion because nobody ever agrees on one thing. That's just how the world works. We don't have the same mind. So to cancel somebody because they, if we're using the Dave Chappelle example, are asking you know a bold question, is that valid? Because he was just curious because he was asking a question and probably looking for clarification or maybe got us to think about something that we didn't think about before. It's getting rid of the ignorance. So do I think it's a good thing if they are truly doing something evil? Absolutely. But if you're just looking to cancel someone just because you don't agree on it, that's just how the world is. Like, are you just going to cancel every single person you talk to just because you don't agree? Then you're obviously not mature enough. Like you have to be able to have a mature conversation and you can agree to disagree and then move on and not hurt this person's career just because you didn't like what they said. Is there a, a thing, and I brought this up last week, is there a risk with cancel culture that where basically it's it's kind of the Wild West, right? There's no there's nobody controlling it. And yeah. I guess face, Facebook right now is is in the news because they're 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 being kind of somebody's trying to hold them accountable for their lack of uh, control when it comes to uh, opinions and views and things that aren't necessarily true out there, but because of there, there's no there's no control, right? There's no control over it, and and I think that it kind of has a tendency to, to kind of go crazy. To, for example, right now, y'all familiar with Demi Lovato? I don't know, Mike knows Demi Lovato. Yeah. That's his girl. I like Demi Lovato yeah. too, but she thinks that we should cancel the word alien. And, yeah, she wants the ETs. Yes, yeah, right, alien. And I, and what's crazy when I first. <laughs> When I first read that article, she said we should, she should cancel the word alien. I thought she was talking about calling illegal immigrants aliens. I thought That's what that I thought, as too. Well. I thought I that. Thought this crazy chick is talking about actual potential fake, that we don't even know sign of life in space, but potential people that are out there, aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to offend Marvin the Martian. Yeah. He's already blacking out all sorts of things against him, you know. Hey, Marvin the Martian was the shit, first of all. Let's just. Mike's third cousin. Did you know that? Yes. (laughs) Oh, you do know that's his third cousin? I got him. I got got Marvin the Martian back here somewhere. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, because Marvin was Michael Jordan's guy. Like, they they were tight. I thought that was a picture of Mike back there. Oh, my God. It is. (laughs) It is my oh, MJ. It's the goat MJ. The goat no, this is goat. No, this is goat ML. This is a goat Mike Lake. Like what? You I don't. Mean? I don't know about that one. Well, you you do know about it. You on his show, Mike? You hey, talk your shit. Hey, you you ever heard of salt and pepper beer? Hey, look at this man's face. Put your face closer. This face. Mike, what Can you, you zoom in? I love the Put it right up to the camera. Put your face in this. Uh, yeah, no. So that's kind of crazy, right? Like she wants to actually yeah. cancel the word alien and. And, and, and that's, to me, people like her and that particular example ruins cancel culture to me because you're going to cancel the word cancel. Like, should we also be canceling, like, fucking, I don't know, gravity because Sir Isaac Newton says that, you know, I'm attracted to mass, which he's basically saying I'm attracted to big ass, some shit. Like, are we trying to cancel gravity now? <laughs> mass equals big, big ass. ass yes, yes. That's what mass is. If it is a large mass, I am attracted to. That's what it says. Kiki says she is a great. She understands why you right? call ass was... You know, yes. we're canceling gravity now. Gravity it, is canceled. It's a stretch, but like I, I agree with the example no. that you provided. <laughs> I can make a, I can make under under cancel culture. I can make a fucking case for it, and that's you just could. you can. That's man. just the craziest thing about it. But yeah. um, yo, that's crazy. Uh, did y'all have any other questions for? I guess um, let's let's let them pop off while I make these show. Oh, actually, no, they can they <laughs> no, they don't have to. I have I have something. Never go ahead. Oh, uh, sure. Let's talk about art for real quick, Kiki, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
what's the last piece you you um you made? Like what's like what like what's your baby you working on right now or have completed? I am currently working on a, another piece. Um, I actually don't really have themes to my pieces. I just make whatever, whatever I feel. That's like the most artistic thing to say. But um, I'm currently developing um, maybe a, a piece about nature. That seems to be the piece. I'm really more into being in tune and being mindful and being connected and a very spiritual person. So all my art has to do with something along the spirit that I'm going through in my life right now in my journey uh, since I currently moved to the new place. So I should be done with that in a couple days, maybe cross my fingers. Um, I also have real life like work and bills and school and all that stuff kind of gets in the way. So, um, but I should be done in a couple days. So, Go ahead. so that, so that was, that was motivation when you come to creating a piece, like, all right, let's talk about, I would like to ask you about a more, a something you're not currently working on, but something you've sure. already completed, yeah. whatever yeah. you deem, whatever, if I, all right, look, if I'm being introduced to you, I'm like, okay, yeah. You're an artist. I would like to see your your favorite piece. Assuming that you have a favorite piece of artwork that you completed, what mm -hmm. would you uh what would you show me? And what's the name of that art piece? And I also would like to, I know it's a three part question. Yeah, you're fine. What made you think like what gave you that motivation to complete that artwork? I actually my favorite one. I actually have a poster right there. Um, it's called uh, Mother Nature. <laughs> okay. Um, it sounds so hippie, but I'm I'm gonna be confident about it. I started the piece when I was in quarantine because I couldn't go out anywhere. So that's where I really started questioning just what to do in my life and my career because I had nothing to support me at the time because I got let go due to COVID. Um, so I was in a huge discoverer who I am and as a person and. I discovered I wanted to be a graphic a graphic designer and a digital artist. Um, I spent about like seven hours on that piece, and it's just what I where I wanted to be versus where I was. I was in quarantine, so I couldn't go outside. I couldn't do anything. I was just stuck in my box. So instead of being stuck, I kind of just made my own little fantasy land and developed what I thought in my mind was, and I drank. <laughs> listen to music and created what i created was that seven hours consecutive or was that seven hours like let's say spent over a that kind of seven hours could be a month process it was uh consecutive of course i had like my bathroom breaks and i had lunch but uh it was consecutive because mm -hmm. i had nothing else to do so instead nice. of just watching tv i decided to test where i was with my skills because i haven't created in so long and then i ended up developing that piece and it's actually one of my favorites Nice. Um, can can you show that right now? You say it's next Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys can see it. I, I don't really have the best lighting, but oh, it's upside down. <laughs> um. So that's what it looks like. Where can where can we find that? Yeah. Do you have multiple? I I do have multiple. Um. So my Instagram is called Cosmos Collections. Um. I'll just send it out to you. Um. But I started it in 2019, and I have. Shirts, hats, I made hoodies, I made tie-dye hoodies, I made tie-dye shirts, I do posters, phone cases, all that fun jazz. So any accessory that you can think of, I pretty much make it. Um, and from there, just hopefully people can buy my stuff. Nice. I like that a lot. I'm definitely going to check it out. Mel, I do Excellent. have a question for you. No, yeah. th thank you for Before sharing. Before you go to Mel, I have a question, a question for Kiki. Could you do yeah. a piece of us three? The pour up. I, Could you do tell me why I was thinking about that when I was listening to your podcast. I was like, I should do something for them. I said, thank you. Yes. So it and you know what? If you did it nude, I would definitely put it on a bus too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll make, make, it make sure it's floating. Make sure it make sure it's buoyant. <laughs> I love the full circle jokes. Yes. I will make sure it's very buoyant. <laughs> we'll talk about that off air. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no. Go. 
<laughs> now, I do have a question for you though. Being yeah. that um because I do not re- I know there are many like millions of um females into sports. I personally haven't ran into like a big plethora of, but I know a lot of females that are from ones I play ball with to ones that just know more about that can break down the defense or break down the triangle off offense better than, than I could even understand. So my question to you, Mel, what got you in the sports like so deep? Like, because I won't say because, but anyway, what got you super deep in, in, into uh, sports? Just curious. Um, I was just raised in sports. Like I'm the By oldest. Whom, I have you don't mind me asking. By like my parents. Okay. I mean, like my, my mom. You know, I'm the none, neither one of them actually like played it competitively or did anything with it. But like I'm five ten. My brother's six three, six four. We just always were the tall kids, even at young age. So we were usually playing basketball. My dad was usually coaching us. My mom was shooting hoops with us. We got into t-ball, into softball, baseball. Tried soccer once, hated it. We did karate, <laughs> like anything to keep active. And this, of course, was back in like the 80s and 90s. There was no social media and computer. I mean, we didn't do all that. You went outside and played. You went to the, you know, the community center and had a team that you balled with every day. And then Sundays, it was football. We watched football all day Sunday. Like that's what we did as a family. So, and where'd you grow up? In Seattle. Oh, so you're from Seattle. So okay, so yeah. that makes that makes more sense. I'm from Seattle. Okay, cool. Okay. Um how was did you have a big family like siblings? Like brothers sisters? I have a, I have a younger family? brother, that's it. Just me and my that's brother it. and my and my parents, yeah. I mean, like I remember being like in probably either like 6th or 7th grade, we would drive in my dad had a van at the time. We would drive down to the Kingdom. I'd literally be center field with my mitt watching Ken Griffey. <laughs> and you know, like we did that. I mean, we were at Sonics games all through high school. It's just, I was just raised around. I knew that when I was in eighth grade, I wanted to go to University of Washington. I wanted to be a Husky. After seeing like the Huskies play Michigan and play Miami back in the, those late 80s, like I knew I wanted to be Husky. Like that was where I wanted to go to school. Do you feel a way that Ice Cube had the best day against the Supersonics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Like, are you are you bothered because and I, when Ice Cube had the best day of his life, he kind of tore the Super Sonics yeah. up. Not that really because you. you know Easy E had the Seahawks hat on too. Okay, so all right, so that's your that's your out that's your bill. <laughs> that's right. I, was, I mean, I'm no. just curious. Plus, you know, we <laughs> also. I, I'm so yeah. I, I, I have two more. I have two other things to ask you. First off, um, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Who is the best? <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm not going to ask you who is the best. I want to know right off the rip, what does Sean Kemp mean to you? Oh, man. I Listen, we used to well, we used to skip school to go see them play. There was a time when they were building the Coliseum, when they were building the old home of the Sonics, P Arena. They had to play what we called the, the, we'd call it the Wood Shack in Tacoma. They had to play in the Tacoma Dome. So we used to skip school to get down to Tacoma to watch these games. I mean, Sean Kemp was everything. I mean, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, I mean, Detlef Shrimp, uh, Kendall Gill, Michael That's Cade. crazy. You know what the best – you beat me to it. I, I just was going to break down that the, the, the offense or the, the team of Seattle back then because what everything you're saying, I was a big Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Detlef Shrimp. But they used to call Claude Deadless Shrimp. They still call him Deadless Shrimp. But neither neither here nor there. That's about something else. That it's Deadless Jumbo Shrimp. Actually, get it right. You added words. You added things. It's a Jumbo Shrimp. No, it was Jumbo Shrimp. No, no, that's a long nickname. Listen, listen, young, 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 young Shrimp Daddy. Listen, it's not about you right now. Um, listen, the buoyant shrimp. 
I can't get over that. I'm sorry. The minute I heard that, I could not stop laughing, and now it's like literally stuck in my head. Good, I'll make you a shirt. You need a shirt for that, is what you need. We'll make it. You gonna add the boy and shrimp to your nickname? Listen. No, 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 no. Yeah, you will. My AKA has got to be boy and shrimp now. AKA the boy and shrimp. Chill out, no, Kiki. No, it does not have no, to be. But Mel, 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 back yeah, to the uh, this one, bro. You, it's, it's ratified. Back to the supersonics. I can never, I can, I can, I can never name the the next two. Oh, I, I can always get obviously Kemp, Peyton, you know, elite. Shrimp, or, or I'm sorry, not Shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. Somebody top five of Seattle. Give me who was the other two? Michael. Well, wait, Michael Cage was before. Um, it was well. Ray Allen was there. I don't. I mean, it kind of depends on yeah, which team because yeah, yeah. he was towards the end, but he was right, still I'm not there. Ray. I don't want to give okay. you Ray. That don't count for me. I'm Kendall was out. there. Kendall Gill was there. Okay. Um, and there was uh, was he at the four? Was he at the four? He was there on the same time. I remember well, going no, games. At the, was he was a power four? He was a three. Okay. Okay. So he was a three. Okay. Cool. He wasn't a four. He was a three. But he yeah, big. Kemp was four. Kemp was four. You're and then we had well, Kemp also usually to the five at times. Yeah, he Unless, did. That's what throws. That's what's kind of throwing me off a little bit. But we also had Steve Scheffler back then. I don't know if you remember Steve Scheffler, the chef. He I was. Do uh, the chef. He, he would do, come I, in. For, you know, when 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 Kemp would get in foul trouble or the, you know whatever the case may be, we'd have uh, the chef walking through there to have a little extra body. <laughs> okay. So no, you you're 100 you are 100% correct and honestly that's what I remember from my childhood because though I was not a um Seattle fan, you can't you can't ignore greatness and they were just popping in the NBA like they 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 were them guys. Those those were the guys I was looking to as a young age coming up. And so I guess you kind of answered all of my questions as far as like what kind of got you into it, but um what's your favorite sport playing? Uh, basketball. Is there a reason why you like the aggressive? You like the basketball is a, basketball is and um is a full contact sport. I hate yeah. people act like mm-hmm. it isn't. It's definitely mm-hmm. a full contact sport. I wish I could. I wish I could go back and play the she way I feel man. now versus what I was like when I was that age. Probably, like, I don't think I was as aggressive or really eager to really learn a craft and play hard and practice. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm doing it just because this is what I got to do. You know what I mean? I feel, I feel like I've now, you know, being aggressive and being having the voice that I have now, I feel like that I could have been a different kind of player back then. But I think basketball, A, I hate running. So I wasn't playing soccer. I wasn't on a track team. I wasn't going to do anything that, that required me to run nonstop. Mm-hmm. So basketball, going back down the fourth, I could do that. Yeah, um, is nice. Yeah, it's nice. Except for when it came to lines, when you got to go oh, start doing lines, that was when you were like, oh, "Can man. you come wrap my ankle, please?" And you get some, you know, you'd make sure you bow out real quick. But um, <laughs> all the excuses. <laughs> all right. um, that makes all the sense to me. Be, real quick, uh, I want to spin it back to uh, you, Kiki. Wait, she just disappeared. Oh, we lost her. She said no. She said no. She I don't want to talk to you. I'm out. She said cancel. We'll get we'll get her back. She's like, this portion ain't for me. <laughs> the we'll art of basketball. That's what it should have. Yeah, that should have been. Um, um, we had Big Smooth. I'm sorry, I totally forgot about Sam Perkins. Big Smooth. So did that we want to? The, oh, mm, there she is. She's back. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely gotta give a. You gotta, you gotta support Big Smooth. Mm-hmm. Wait, is she back? Or? She's back, but there's a blank screen there. So, um, did, did you have other questions? Yeah, for, for, uh, I was gonna. Kiki? I was ask Kiki a question if she's <laughs> if she's there. In the there middle. she is. Kiki's fridge. Oh, she went to the Scott Food, the art of food. Magnets. 
Well, we keep talking till she yeah. show up in the screen. See what's up. Until she um, realizes she's on back on the show. <laughs> man, I got. I do got a question for you, man. So, yeah. Um, you played in high school, maybe college, high school. High school. Mid- I played some from like when I was like ten or eleven till about high, through high school. Is there is there a certain player, whether whether you know the name or not? I'm just curious because it's funny to me right now that just come like they just was washing you, like you couldn't do nothing with them. They they had your ass in the paint. They they box your ass out. Nothing you could do with this individual per, uh, player. I mean, I was always a defensive player. Like I remember fouling out at most like half my games my freshman what year. Wrong? What's wrong with you? I you was the relax. person that was like, yeah. I mean, I was Dennis I was, Rodman. Yeah, I guess the, my, my freshman coach called me the vulture. Jesus Christ! You, you, but, are you are you still that way? Are you still as aggressive? Because I know you said you wish you can go back. Wait, oh I my mean, God, that's I, crazy. I probably could be. Mel, I don't Mel, know. How the hell you want to go back to be more aggressive when you fought out every game back then? What you about to do? Fight? I'm can saying like I wanted coach? to. I wish. I wish I would have taken more time to actually learn the craft and actually be good. Like for you know, for my height, I could have maybe done a little better than. I mean, I wasn't taking it seriously. I senior year, I had to quit basketball because I really didn't even go to school that much because I didn't have any had any credits I needed to get. Really, I was already accepted to college. Like I was like, screw everything. Like I'm done. Like I'm done. You know. I, but I wish th- I would have taken time to. Maybe I would have went to a community college. Maybe I could have done something else. But I just. I was over it. Do you? You? I think it sounded like you wanted to go out like Spreewell. You want to choke a coach? I don't think there was a coach that I wanted to choke, but I do know that there was these two twins on our in our high school that were phenomenal. I remember Shalina and Bethany Martos. These girls balled out. When I say like the twin, the issues, twinisms, huh? like they. That's a real. That's the original twin towers to you. That's the first twin towers you. They ran weren't into? towers. They were guards. They were point guards. Oh shit! You ran into the twin duplexes. <laughs> <laughs> you let the twin, twin duplexes smoke you. Yeah, you let the two condos smoke you. Come on, you were four. They won. No, but I'm saying like that's. You. I'm not saying about smoking me because I mean really. I, that's just, I just that's what the names I remember from when I was in school. Like I they went to my school. They're on my you team. Still, yeah. You still dream about them. No, <laughs> day in your dream is still smoking. Should we, should you wake up like D Wade. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding with you. Uh, you had a question um, for yeah, Kiki. Kiki, yeah. are you with us again? <laughs> did you, Did you go to the fridge? She's frozen. Oh, there she is. We can see you moving. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. No audio. Nope. No audio. Can't hear you, Kiki. Oh, she said, "Wait." Got that Colorado to, Wi-Fi. To, to the be, twin duplexes, though. Yeah. To be honest, I'm gonna be honest. At this point, and if she can still hear us, it's all love and, and respect. Yeah. I kind of forgot. I did have a question. I really did. I had, I had, I had questions for her, but during the process, I kind of like lost my train of thought. Can't and hear you, baby. Where we're going with, where we're going. Can't hear you. It's okay. Well, you were just jumping back and forth with questions you have for them. That is correct. You, but I forgot what I was yeah, going going with with Kiki. I, I did have shit. I did have shit for her though. It's all we can have her back on though, because I, I, I would her. definitely love her to, to be back on because I want to purchase some of her art and I want some of her art. I'll tell you what, let's Kiki. We can't hear you. Can you hear us? We can't, we, we can't we hear no you. Uh, so we don't we don't know what the issue is on there. But it's but not even on the screen. But it? what we can do is we can we'll talk off we'll talk off. Is that okay? We'll talk off air. We'll we'll hit you up. Uh, we'll go ahead and wrap and we'll hit you up later. Steve has some questions about some artwork, which I'm I want to see that that pour up artwork 100. percent 
Again, I don't have to be nude. I won't necessarily put on a bus. That was a joke. But if you wanted to make something of us, we would definitely display it in the back. David his ass out. David, no, don't David. David me out. is Goliath ass me. Out. Goliath me out. Goliath me out. For fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> That's the same shit your wife be screaming. And it never happens. Kiki, I'm, you're a dick. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna Wow, you're a dick, Steve. It never happened. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm going to shout out Kiki's at real quick. Her, her, she's at. Oh, we can hear her now. Can we hear? Can you guys hear me now? Oh, there you are. There Yay! you are. Steve, pop up your question. What we got her before before we lose no, no. her? Oh shit! I'm not listening. He said he didn't remember the question. Oh, sorry. Don't mind me. <laughs> you can no, no. shout. You can shout out where they can find your art because we would like to search it and yeah. put it up. Yes. For everybody absolutely, absolutely. So my artist name is called Cosmos Collections. It is lengthy, so I'll spell it out. Um, it's K O S M I I C S K O L L E C T I O N. So basically, Cosmics Collections. It's long. Cosmic. Yeah, we'll put it on. Our, we'll put it on our IG. I'll uh, I'll tell you guys. Yeah, no worries. Um, and uh, are you going to be back for the? Uh, you, you moved to Colorado, right? So you're not in Tampa anymore. Yes. Yes, are you going to be coming back for any of the uh, AS for Arts events? Or are you going to are you are you in Colorado? I mean, now? if I had the abundance of money I could get, I would absolutely say yes. But <laughs> unfortunately, I cannot. So right. I'm going to be there um, probably around um, May. I know there's an event that my friends are thinking about throwing, so I'm probably going to be helping them out then. But besides that, I'm, I'm crashing here for a oh, little. Love and appreciate you. We appreciate you coming on the Portal Podcast. We will definitely get out your. Thank you. Uh, our uh, at we'll get it out. We'll put it on our IG. We'll make sure we'll get it out. Everybody knows about it. Uh, Thank we'll you talk guys. To you off about it. I'm serious about the art, and I think Steve is too. We're serious about that. We'll definitely yeah. get at you on that. Miss um, Miss uh, Mel, please give us your at to promo. Anything you got going on? The episode you got you dropped yesterday, uh, and and we'll get you in there. Go ahead. Uh, it's at Girl Chat Sports, all one word: G I R L C. I don't even know how I'm spelling right now. See, you got me drink wine. I don't. I don't do. It's all that. We got you on the screen. We got it on. Girl Chat Sports is right there. It's on. You subscribe to our YouTube. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a Facebook um, sports group. Men and women are very eager to are very able to come. We just talk about all sports. It's not just about women in sports. It's women talking about sports. So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, all the same hat, all at the same tagline. All right, ladies. Well, we appreciate you being on the podcast. Go ahead. See. Yeah. Um. I'm looking forward to your art, Kiki. Mel, get in the Thank kitchen. Thank you. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come get I'm these feet. Mine. I don't want. I don't want your feet. You put your feet on me. I don't want your feet no, on me. No, that was earlier her response to you. Saying I, you yeah, she wanted you to rub those feet. Oh, that's you're correct. My bad. <laughs> Actually, you look like a foot rubbing motherfucker. Y'all know right. I, I mean, you got yeah. the height for it, so. <laughs> oh. oh my god. That is feet. true. Pass on the feet. That is true. Dale. That, well, you that, love that, that way that's too very much. true. It was just... I love feet though. You know me. I'm a weirdo. I love feet. No, no. no I, 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 I put I, foot I, in my I, mouth. I, 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 I want to highlight her joke. Wrong. I like that a lot. Yeah. Wait, how you know? You don't know how? How you know my height? Listen, I'm five ten. I can gauge someone's height just by where they stand. You know, in relation to something else. But well, my heart big. How tall is Mike? <laughs> Mike probably like five nine. Damn. Exactly. How tall am I? I'd say like six one and a half. <laughs> no, six I'm 6'5". Nope. 6'5"? Oh, yeah. I can't. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm slouching. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's all leg. Guys, it's all leg. I know. You guys have made my night, apparently. Uh, so thank you for <laughs> Will that. Will you finally make your wife's night for once? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs>
Listen, they've been calling these ladies go. Listen, Claude been called the, the, the Night Slayer for a long time. The night not Slayer. Because he because <laughs> it's not a rapist. I don't like that. That's like that's like fucking what was the, the like guy? Like he on SVU England? or something. Listen, right. Blackster. Nice. <laughs> what was the guy? What was the guy in England that, that killed all those people? Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Like Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper? <laughs> Listen, and they I'm call, not feeling they that. Call him, they call Claude the, the Night Slayer. His wife, anyway, they call him the Night the Night Slayer for a very long time, and it's not because because he's because he slays everything, but ruins the. <laughs> Will you let these ladies go? <laughs> Will you let your? Go. All right, I'm sorry. No, stop it! Stop it! All right. <laughs> I hate you so much. Dude. Thank y'all so much. Um, Thanks, guys. Um, now, honestly, away. From, I do want to say this, and why y'all are both are still here. Um, Mel, I will start with you. Thank you so much for having a great sense of humor and getting it. Thank you so much for fucking with the poor podcast understanding. Uh, Kiki, uh, thank you so much for even wanting to put your art on us. We definitely. Oh, uh, when it, I can't wait to see what you come up with. I have more questions for you. I had more questions for you, but it has we kind of hit our mark, so we're gonna lock in again. So hopefully you're down to lock in with the poor podcast another time. Absolutely. Yeah, both of you are welcome yeah, at any time, and we'll definitely I'm sorry, be reaching this back out. But this was about Kiki. This was her moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't Kiki. try to split it with Mel. <laughs> Mel, she had her moment. Let's focus on Kiki. <laughs> Spiteful little man. Jeez. Well, damn. <laughs> Hey, I'm about, to, I'm about to eat this mushroom and get a memorial <laughs> shit when you hear the that's what well, when did. I get bigger. That, that's what Claude yeah, did. Claude, exactly. had, Claude had a mushroom in his bitch. Nah, yeah. We so just I know this is off topic. We do a we do a sneaker drops on our on our each one of our episodes. And let me get the baby, let me get the baby feature. I need baby. Listen, yep. there's right. there's a there was a new sneaker that was getting dropped. I wanna say it was it's the new is there's new dunks coming out, I think, towards the end of the month or next week. But the sole of it was like three inches. Like it had to be like three it's all inches. You. It was so bad. Like, I don't you. know if you can see this picture, but the oh you can't. Oh, it, it's no. a little blue. Like the it, the soul is so bad. I'm gonna send you I'll send you into your guys' DMs. Like it's literally DMs, yeah. it's meant for short men. It's completely meant I for need, short men. Let me get the let me get them up off. Look, I'm gonna send it to you now just so low, you have it. On a little send me the link. I need that link. <laughs> On the low, though, don't do it. Don't don't do it on the pod. But on the low, just send me the link. Nah, the whole group gonna get it right now. The whole group gonna get it. I definitely, I was definitely, I'm looking for that link. You know what I'm saying, Kiki? Again, I do. We we all appreciate you. I'm looking forward to the artwork. I'm looking forward to it all. And I definitely wanna uh, buy some of your. I want. I want to. I want to get in. I want to get into uh, more of your art situation because I got other questions. Thank you. We'll have you back. We'll actually have you back on. I'll check the schedule, and we will actually schedule something to have you back on, and we'll okay. we'll, we'll feature you one hundred percent. And if you do the, oh, and if cool. you do, when you do the pour pod, please, we, we need everyone in natural forms. Do not try to give Claude the extendo. We need it. We need it. We need everything to be what it is. <laughs> I get a win one episode, and, and he don't like it. I get I get a couple wins one episode, and he don't like it. It's okay. I'm usually losing every time. Uh, again, I will I will echo, and we will let y'all go. Mel and Kiki, 100% appreciate you being on the Portal Podcast. Mel, we appreciate you drinking on the Portal Podcast. I don't know what you was doing, Kiki, eating a sandwich or something uh, in the kitchen. We appreciate Oh, whatever. Uh, Thank you, ladies, for being on the Portal Podcast. We will let you guys go and enjoy your Thursday nights. Thank you for being on Tampa's best pre-Friday pre-game party, the Portal Podcast. Y'all peace out. Mel, I salute y'all. Thanks for supporting Squid Games. It's a fire (laughs) thing. Thanks for for being a (laughs) boy. Goodbye. So tell your uncle I said I appreciate it. Make sure you draw him on a stool, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Mel, you don't fucking hold me. I got, listen, I, I, I got jokes for days. We can go at it. No, all we right, definitely y'all. go back in. I'm locking. I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate it. It's all love. Y'all. It's all love. Thank you for understanding Bye. jokes, y'all. Y'all be safe. I'll see y'all. Yes, yes, yes. That shit was hard, yo. I, I really love sense of humor, yo. Yeah, man. That that was dope. Girl Chat Sports and um, Kiki. I forget her IG right now, but she was Kiki at the... She was at the AS for Art event that we were at a couple weeks ago. You want to bring in my segment real quick while I make the drink? I could. Yeah. Oh, it's like that long? Yeah, it's only Shit. that long. Shit. Oh, I got a whole thing planned. Let me see what he... All right, so I guess we're talking about a cloth and to make a... Cloth about to do. All right, let's see what... All so right. I can see, bro. I thought you was angry. This is what I was trying to worry about. Sure. Come here, Mike. All right, so this shot actually sorry, this shot actually comes uh courtesy of our girl Rubber Bears Chan. You might hit it again, Mike. Bailey's my favorite. Get that little bit. Yep. <laughs> One more time. Gross. Blue crew. I got it, bro. I got it. Thank you, sir. All right, Mike's mic real quick. Alright. So this shot is called the Alien Brain Hemorrhage. It's courtesy of Rubber Band Shan, homie Rubber Band Shan. It's got peach schnapps, Bailey's Irish Cream, Blue Caraco, and Grenadine. It is also in honor of Miss Demi Lovato, who thinks that the word alien should be uh, canceled. So uh, if you let it, let it roll here, it'll actually show how it's made, and I'm going to make it for you guys here real quick. Wild behavior. Not you. They wanting the word alien. To be canceled. That's yeah. wild behavior. She, she's a been picked up or she's a child star. Yeah, Mike. No, he got it. He got it going up there. Mad shit. Call spilling. He's still. Demi, Demi's a child star. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> You are drunk, yo. She's from the she's from the era of uh, Disney Grenadine. stars like Justin's and Britney's and all that. So you shouldn't be surprised at her <laughs> off the court shit is wild. Yeah, that is that that's pretty much normal for, for all of them except the maybe brain. Justin. Mallory. No. There. You have it. The alien brain hemorrhage. Uh, that's a fact, though. She was in, in the shits with them. Uh, I don't know what the hell I want to talk about. I like I like the guests that we had on today and the support that Girl Chat Sports has given Shift Division Media. Salute to Guru and Guru's views. Thank you, Claude. You said it there. It has been dope. And I think thank I want to see a Girl Chat Sports oh, my, collabo with... With OG Sports. OG Sports, yes. Yeah, I want to see. A, I want to see a girl chat OG Sports. So Mel, if you're still listening, I think y'all two should come on over here with OGs and y'all chop it up about sports and all that because we ain't the sports guys. We are not those sports. Guys. Now these are definitely one of the most um, <laughs> unique, interesting. Right? Yes, or unique. You can we hear that <coughs> as well. One of the most unique or slash interesting um, shots, Claude, yeah. or drinks, what Claude that you have yeah. made. So this comes again, this comes courtesy of our friend and homie, uh, Rubber Band Shan, who a uh, musician, artist extraordinaire, bartender extraordinaire. Um, and it is in honor of Miss Demi Lovato, who wants to get, who wants to get rid of the word alien. So I have made some alien hemorrhage shots. Uh, it has both, um, uh, what did I say, peach schnapps, Bailey's, uh, Blue Caraco, and Grenadine in it. It looks like a brain if you look at it up close. And it's something that you don't let sit for very long because that Bailey's will start to freaking, you got it? Curl? Curl, yeah. How do you call it? Curdle, curdle, curdle. And I'll put. I'll make another video. Y'all, y'all actually were very receptive to my uh, last video that I put on there. Uh, I'll do one of those again uh, tomorrow for y'all. Me making the actual shot. So we're gonna take this real quick. We just talk about you off air. Oh 
shut up. <laughs> alien brain. Alien brain hemorrhage. It's about to be sweet. It tastes good. Not bad. I don't like the um consistency. Yeah. Yeah. That's something Halloweeny, clever, yeah. unique, one off. That's yeah. what that's what she complained about. <laughs> <laughs> You're she? a nasty nigger. I'm not I'm not one. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's you. Who, who said that about me? <laughs> How do you know? They're lying. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do want to um, uh, to take a shot. I do want to. What's the name? Uh, say the name again. It's called an alien brain hemorrhage. Hemorrhage. Brain hemorrhage. It has uh, it has blue caraco, uh, peach schnapps, Bailey's. Bailey's grenadine in it. And there is an order you have to take. It. You have to actually make it what order it has to go. It literally has to go schnapps. peach schnapps, Bailey's, caraco, grenadine. Yeah. So or the brain on bus like it or the brain on bus like it's supposed to. I thought you were repeat everything. <laughs> <laughs> brain don't bust like a bus. Uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, so that was actually not bad. It's not a bad shot. Um, no, that's, that's a ladies sweet like, novelty right? shot. If you yeah. were doing something unique like the Halloween party, the Halloween party. I did it, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna probably do a, I'm gonna probably do the video to a Halloween song. Y'all see it later, y'all. Maybe yeah. if you took out the color, you can do a little zombie brain with it a or something. Little zombie brain. That'd be kind of cool because yeah. you know the I guess the schnapps. I mean the schnapps, and then the. <sighs> So Bailey's what? Will give it that brain. Right. So what's supposed to happen is the grenadine and the Krakow, blue Krakow is supposed to make more of a green in there. So you have to kind of hit it perfectly so it makes more of a green. It's like an alien brain hemorrhage with the red a little bit in there too. So. That's why I said if you want to do zombie, take out the two colorful things and maybe yeah. add something that's a neutral color and just be like zombie brains. That's actually a good idea for adults trick or treating or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what y'all be making making shots for adults. I should do that. Adult like parents whenever they come to get candy, like, here's a shot. Enjoy it. Uh, but again, I do want to echo what Mike and Steve said about uh, Kiki and Mel. Big ups to them. Appreciate them coming on the report podcast. Um, both of them are not in Florida. Uh, yeah, salute to both of them. Salute sure. to them. Uh, Vegas and uh, Colorado, they're completely different time zones this episode, guys. So uh, 100% appreciate them doing that for us. Before it brings them out. Mike, I think we're ready to go into the next. You, got, you have my mouse, so I can't do it. <laughs> you don't have to communicate it at all to me, bro. Sorry. You got I'm it. I'm on this side too. You got it. What you trying to get it to? Oh, I just let's get into the last call. Let's get out of here. Get the so out of here. graphic for that? Yeah. Yeah. Over. Left. The left. 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 Down. There you go. So wasn't left. Last call for us. <laughs> get that shit out of here. Oh my god, that's the longest like little thing ever. Uh, who want to go first and last call? Um. You're, you're finished that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I done. usually have. I haven't gone first in a while, but yeah. I, I think. It's <laughs> been we, so quiet this episode. I've been chilling. I've yeah. been chilling. I, I was like wilding last episode. I said, "Let me chill." <laughs> I wanted to hear y'all two argue and not me the whole time. We have some good sound bites. This week or last week? This right now. This week. Last week too. Every episode. Um, I did want to say with the anniversary of a loss that we had last year coming up, and us doing an honor dinner uh, in her behalf, and then followed by. A really recent tragic Something else, loss. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to our friend. No names necessary in this, but just um, just just love the people that's close to you, and cherish all those moments, those last conversations. Um, I, I only laugh out of just un- discomfort to basically to say that point. I love y'all boys and shit, man. That's I just want to leave it at that. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna echo you on that. I'm not gonna repeat what you said. I'm just gonna say, hey, big ups to what Mike just said. Also, I'm gonna add it in what Steve's cash tip earlier that earlier today about um, just he said, just do it. There's so many things other that you could do in your life. If you're thinking about doing it, just do it. 
if it's in your head, if it's in your brain, start making moves to do it and just do it. You know, make a plan, make a vi- make a vision board. I heard somebody, somebody said that they make a vision board. I know that sounds crazy. Think of a vision board as being something that 13 year old girls does with put sparkles and shit on on the wall. No, make a vision board, visualize it, and just do it because then they tomorrow. To, I, I thought about this the other day. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, but today is not guaranteed. Think about it like the rest of your day, your afternoon, it's morning. You're not guaranteed to make it to the end of the day. So, you know, start making strides towards the things that you want to do and just do it. Right. I respect, um, I echo, I echo the third time of everything Mike said, starting from Mike to you, Claude, and back to me. Echo all of that. Um, live life and enjoy that shit, yo. This shit is absolutely short. And uh, definitely let your loved ones know that y'all fuck with them. Like Mike said, I, I fuck with y'all. I love y'all. Y'all my friends. Like, genuinely love. Like, Mike, known you more than half my life at this point. Yeah, man. Well, we working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we close. Close. We close. Years. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we working on it, and um, yeah, I I I enjoy this journey that we all all on, and triple L, love, live life, do cash money bags. <laughs> Yo, Mike, who are you? I'm Mike Blake, aka Hillsborough Slim, aka Salt and Pepper Beard. Yo, yo, yo! I'm not gonna know. I am CP34, and I forgot my new nickname. What was it? AKA, we gotta check the footage. I got it. I gotta go back. Yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I thought you would have remembered it. I don't remember. Well, yo, 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 I'm not gonna know. I'm still CP34. Blaine C. Claude. Oh, that's what it was. You know, no, that wasn't what it was. That's not that's what it was. was. Something it was better than that. It was better than that. It definitely was. Anyways, down, Steve Cash, AKA the Fitness Eddie. Um, y'all be safe, though. All right. Poor podcast, y'all. We out. <laughs>